Previously on the pod called Quest. Name? Are you the guy? Your name. What is it? Shanella. You can call me Shane. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's a good fantasy name. Occupation. Bartender and pugilist. I'm uh I'm here for the for the flyer. <sighs> You're going to have to be pretty damn impressive to follow that up. Name? Brockus. <laughs> Occupation. I work in the sewers. Motivation. Uh, I just don't want to work in the sewers anymore. (laughs) And you guys make your way out of the Skyport and are standing in Parliamentary Assemblage in the the Parliamentary District, back in Rigel, back in your hometown. We're back. We're back, baby. It's good having you all back. It's been been an interesting few months. Not too long after you all left, there was some more unrest in the city. (laughs) Not more than a few weeks after you all left, there was another attempt on my life. But it turned out that um, a member of parliament essentially they were responsible for a number of more attacks as some kind of power grab we don't know entirely but they were arrested along with the rest of their people and executed yeah we were actually looking to take a little load off once we got here um, but it's been normal for the last few months well we made it back everybody and you guys will have downtime to do whatever you want Episode 53 of the pod called Quest. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. Copycat. I'm Shane. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hey. Is it going to be a weird episode, guys? Because it's going to be a lot of like, hey, what do you want to do? Hey, what do you want to do? No, what do you want to do? No, I don't want to do I don't want to do anything. Let's just have a combat. I want to do so much stuff. That's great. Fill we'll fill up the time. Let's do it. Hell yeah. I think I just came up with my uh, my plan for the months. Oh, cool. Thanks for uh thanks for not doing it when I asked you and telling me beforehand. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Sick. <laughs> At least you did it. I mean, doing it like I guess doing your homework literally as everyone else is handing it in counts. That's how I got through school. Barely. Same. Yeah, during break. Right. <laughs> this wasn't even during break. He's at the table and the teacher is walking towards him to collect his assignment. And he scrolled it out. That's I right. had some good friends in high school. Like a lot of people let me copy their homework yeah. last minute Same. and like never gave me grief. I let a lot of people copy my homework. You were probably one of them. Yeah. Shout out to uh, those people. You're a good guy. You're one of the real ones. Fox. I didn't even hey, graduate. You know. So what the fuck was the point? <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't even your fault. They literally didn't tell you what you needed to do. It was a little bit my fault. I okay, didn't really little, show okay, up the okay. last year at all. Yeah, it was a little bit. Okay, it was most. It was. It was entirely your fault. But um, uh, yeah, uh, they still, still should have told you. Nah. You found out like a year later. They're like, oh, you walked. I literally watched you walk. I, I was think that there. was just like oh, to yeah. save my embarrassment. I guess it was nice, but man. Yeah. Still. That's fucking so, whack. So weird. I remember it's it. Cool. The Crystal Cathedral. 
I remember that yeah. it was like it was like really boring and lame. And then we, me, and the rest of the Vulture guys guys were up in like the corner. And when you went up, we just we yelled and screamed as loud as we could. And it, I definitely think we got some looks. Everyone was scared. It was very the fun. Yeah, Crystal everyone Cathedral. Was yeah, is that the Crystal Cathedral? Jesus, I, I, I got dude. to literally just be like. <laughs> in the middle of the Crystal Cathedral. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, you graduated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you know what we got to do? I mean, you got to go back for your last year of high school and do it all over again. That way you can get your diploma. Oh, shit. Like Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. Speaking of high school, um, uh, because Yuri and I just recently got engaged, uh, I decided to pull out my box of creepy love letters and mixed CDs that I received over the year, years from previous girlfriends. And you re- still refused, have that? Refused to throw away. Oh, I haven't thrown it's away Fox. mine. It's false. Oh, you still have yours? Fox has every mine. random thing he's I'm ever a, had. I'm a sentimental little pack rat. I threw Hell mine yeah. away like last year, dude. Oh, nice. You should you should really get on it. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I uh, Yuri and I had a little bonfire while we were on vacation. Oh my god! And I burned them all. Did you read read any of them? We yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to make myself feel good about myself, and oh then my I threw them in the gosh. fire. Oh, that's, can, I we love quote, that. can we quote one? Can we get a quote from? Oh, uh, I can't even. What, you, what was the cringiest? All, like mushy. What like, was the cringiest? Oh, the cringiest mushy. interaction. Um, well, there was one. There was one letter. Two letters, actually. One of them was specifically a love letter that a girl that a girl I was kind of dating in a long long term relationship. She lived in Oregon. What was her name? Uh, No, we're not naming her on the show. We're Uh, not naming her on the show. Yeah, sorry. What does her name rhyme with? (laughs) No doxing. No doxing. And then the the next letter that I received right after that, they're right on top of each other. Was her like breaking up with me? Oh no! In the letter, and um, there was a lot of Jesus stuff in it. I was I forgot about how much Jesus stuff was involved in my relationships. Yep. So did you guys write uh, like quotes of songs to each other? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. That was always like the, the, oh, yeah. the like on the back of the letter was always like a, oh like a Thursday quote or something. You know? oh, Don't yes. worry, I'll catch you by the get up kids. You know, like <laughs> I had a another. Uh, this is just David. This is just Foz's uh, girlfriend talk now. But um, had a had a girl in high school that Shane knows that used to uh, eat my like take bites of my homework. Oh wait, what? Of your what? Homework? Yeah, she would, like, take bites of my homework and, while I wasn't what looking. Did she want what with did her name start with? Okay, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this. Like I when you were like would take bites of. And then you stop, and I was like, and I was like, hold on. Yep, yo, this could go one. Part of me is like, oh, maybe it's innocuous. Maybe she just like she would eat your food when you didn't want. It. Oh, okay. Then I was like, wait though. I yeah. need to know. I need and know then who when this you is. said homework, I was like, completely not. That's the option three. I didn't know it existed. I need to know didn't who know this know is. It was option C. Yeah, she yeah. would take bites of it, and then like, what were her initials? Ji. Well, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she eat your homework? She, she was flirt- weird. She dude. was flirting with me. Yeah, she was weird. That's how people is that flirt. How you flirt? Is that how the kids flirt hey, these it days? Got me. That was one yeah. time. You know how much of a freak I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know, because she, she could have eaten weirder things like your hair. True. Like actual. Gross. Um, yeah, no, I'm never throwing that stuff away. I'm sorry, honey. I just really? I don't, don't care. I don't care. I just enjoy it too much. It's, it's just so nice to funny. reminisce. It doesn't mean okay, anything. So I'm not a freak. Everyone no. else. Yeah. No, no, I you're not a freak at all. Yeah. Yeah. I still have I stuff from high school. Stephanie, you never got anything. Shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, now, she did. Now you got to bring your box to prove it. No, you I'm, gotta kidding, read I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That, I couldn't you, pass that up. You lose sight, like on who you were as like a youth. Like oh, you yeah. totally True. lose sight on like the really gushy weird. Shit. I held on to my shit for way too long. Like mm-hmm. way too long. I had a box that was like like a shoe box, mm-hmm. basically. 
Yeah. And it was almost completely full. Yeah, same. But it wasn't even like the individual people. It was like a good chunk of them were from one person and right. then a good chunk were from another. Yeah. Like periods in your life. It was that really, I can understand getting rid of. It was really sad, like throwing it away because I was like, I was like transported back and I was like, oh, I was kind of a dick. This like, is who I was though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. it didn't work out. And like, maybe it's my fault. Oh my God. It's my fault. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like, it was like tra- time traveling. Yeah. You, wow. like, yeah. If you go back, you're like, That's what I love. Yeah. You're like revisiting a person that you once were. You're like, yeah. would you, if you go back, would you change something? You're like, no. Cause then like, I wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in now. Well, here's what here's, would the domino effect be? Right. Mm-hmm. Here's my argument. This is why I did it is because Yuri and I have been really trying to move forward from our past. And like, yeah. not that it's wrong that any, anyone wouldn't do this, but we want to, to personally like be present, be the people who we are right now. And like, you don't have to look back anymore. Like it, it's yeah. cool to think about it and like yeah. to have those memories, but mm-hmm. it's just like a sign of like, let's just look forward to to the future. You know, totally. That's, That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of, bunch of stuff. I think I found a couple photos when we were going through the garage, like over last summer, oh, like a yeah. year ago. Yeah. I found like some like, like high school dance photos with like two ex-girlfriends. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I won't throw this away. Like it's fine. Yeah. I was cleaning recently because we're we're moving all our stuff, so we're packing right. everything. Yeah, I found sense. like a bunch of like disposable cameras. Oh, what? And I was oh. like, oh shit! Yeah, I was like, oh nice. man, Treasure it's just trip. gonna hurt. I'm That's just gonna cool. throw these. Oh. I no. just, you threw them out. Yeah. There could have been some cool stuff in there, man. I didn't want to risk it. I get it. Well, I think I this totally is actually a good it. transition because uh, I don't I don't remember when this episode is coming out, but we actually haven't addressed this except kind of randomly on an interview we did over at Initiative League on Twitch. But um, uh, Shane, do you want do you want to give a little bit of news to the listeners so we can officially announce this on an episode, uh, and then I will I, I will follow up with uh, what this will look like for the pod going forward. Do I know what we're talking about? The whole thing where you were packing. Oh, I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> kind yes. of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. I am deal. moving yeah. uh, to Alaska. Okay. <laughs> now he's okay. <laughs> no, he has to protect him. Can't trust him. him to. Can't trust him to do anything right. Uh, no, I'm moving to Portland. Yeah, Oregon. None of that Maine shit. Woohoo! Right after my wedding, which is going to be in mid-November. Yay! Mm-hmm. Wedding. We're gonna miss him. Hold up. Um I said you guys, it was like a cone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was aiming, aiming it away. It's a breath weapon of love. I'll miss uh, you guys. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean I know everyone's probably like, well, what does that mean? It's literally gonna be fine. It'll be fine. Robot We're chain. gonna have robot Shane. Robot Shane. Because of all our wonderful patrons, we have the money to do a little setup, and Shane's just gonna phone in, and we'll make it work. Plenty of other people have done it, and we now have the ability and the skills to do it because we spent over a year being remote with everybody. So yeah. one person on a on a screen on a little robot thing. I mean, he's just gonna be on a stand. It's not gonna be literally a robot, but I'm we're gonna a make we're robot. gonna make it work. Don't worry, you guys will barely notice the difference. With our patron support, though, we could have a robot yeah. eventually. Oh, oh. Donate to the Patreon okay. for a real robot. Gold? If that's not an incentive to donate, five guys, th- I don't know. Do you think $5,000 buys you a robot? No, no $5,000 a month. Just Over a the course of a couple of months. With his face on it. Okay. Japanese sex doll with your not face on it. Not a robot. Or pillow. <laughs> yeah. One could argue. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> same thing, I don't know. So, yeah. So a really, really high-tech Japanese sex doll. Also don't like that David was the first one to suggest a sex doll for me. <laughs> I'm the only one. Don't worry about it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Shane's sex doll. 
I think you should be flattered, Shane. As long as you don't sit me next to David, I'll be fine. <laughs> nah, I'm comfortable on this end over here, man. But yes, we're going to do the best we can to make it completely seamless and everything will be fine. I just didn't know how else to, to like say it. This is going to like come out like two or three weeks before you leave, but that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. But we're all going to miss you, but we're still going to see you. I'm not. So yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Except for that. Um, yeah. No, I'm going to miss you. It's weird. My dad had to miss you too, Steph. My dad had to find out through my cousin who found out through Instagram. My dad was like, you're leaving right after your wedding? And I was like, oh shit, I didn't tell anybody. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh shit. Whoops. Yeah, it's all right. My bad. Sorry, dad. It, it's great. You guys got a cute little place. I would totally live in that exact house, so I can't even blame you. It's the exact nice place, Lauren. Yeah. I would love to, the kind of thing we'd love to live in someday. Hell yeah. Whenever y'all are in Portland, y'all got a room. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we can drive like four hours to 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 PaisoCon. I'm down. That actually would be really fun. Can <laughs> yeah. we do I think that? We have so friends who live in Seattle, we could probably stay with. Anyways, so guys, for all this downtime stuff, I was I was taking some time and I was looking at the calendar. The calendar. The calendar. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I mentioned this to you before, like the, the we started recording, but this is something I want to bring up to the to the listeners because I couldn't believe it. Literally, all of these things happened on the first of the year, on January first. All of these things happened in one day. You guys fought the dragon. Salai died. You rezzed her. You you finished the brass dragon quest, and you returned to Alcazar, <laughs> reunited with A's family, and had the party in a day. Pretty crazy. We're efficient. That's how you level up, guys. Yeah, we'd what like a to, fucking day. Oh, like to yeah. think a couple more days energy. like this would be level 11. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Didn't we also... We didn't sleep there, did we? We also went back. No, you slept there. Yeah. Oh, we did. You stayed the night over right, cool. and you left Carthar on the 2nd of January. A Tuesday. You Tuesday. returned to Rigel on a Wednesday, the 17th of January. Nice. 14 days later, essentially. So we'll say that you guys are going to start all your downtime stuff on the 18th. We'll say that you just ended up going back and everybody had like a big sleep in their beds and everything. It's been f- it's been four months and change since you guys have been home. Damn. It's been a long time. That's crazy. crazy. What I was thinking to really bring this around and really settle back into being back on the continent of Ardendor and you guys, most y'all's home country of Arden, um, actually only... Only two of you, actually. I was not from here. A's not from here. Technically, Percy's not. Percy's from. Uh, he's not from this continent. He's not from this country. Technically, Westerland is like a, a is like an independent territory. It's like basically like it's the old West, where like technically like the Irish government's like, oh yeah, we do, we, we deal with that. It's like just a bunch of fucking outlaws, basically. You know, like it's just like business people run towns and stuff like that. It's not there's they no just, real tie to the government. Yeah, they, they have no in, power. They, they have import no... their firearms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They kind of let them do what they want because they can get, because right. it's the only place that makes guns in the whole planet. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not anymore, seeing as we've seen some mm. designs get out. Um, But to, to bring everything kind of back into things, I was thinking I want to give you guys a nice long amount of time to do stuff. And obviously we're not going to roll play every day and stuff so it's fine but our campaign originally started on the last day of march the previous year isil died on the first of april and so i think it would be really cool if we gave you guys basically 10 weeks of downtime and then the the moment that we aim for for you guys to do something come back together and for us to like start doing things again is you guys all plan to do something for the basically the anniversary the one-year anniversary of isil's death sick to kind of bring everything back in. It's been a whole year you guys have known each other, which is really weird. It's been five years out of game. It'll be a whole year, but you guys will have essentially 10 weeks to do whatever you want and we'll kind of re-pick up the day-by-day things going on as of April 1st. Awesome. 
Sounds Send great. It to you Sounds guys. awesome. So you guys can talk amongst yourselves if you guys want to plan as a group and we can do the role play if you want or not. If you guys want to plan what you want to do for like, you know, the anniversary of Isle's death, um, that's up to you guys. But you guys do have 10 weeks. Let me just, let me just verify. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Yeah. 10 weeks in like 10 weeks in change to do whatever you guys want. So really at this point, and we can just go around. I mean, who wants to do something? You guys got 10 weeks. What's everybody looking to do? Go, does. No, go, you go, you go. go. No, you. you. <laughs> I know you. Yours is cooler. You Somebody go, go where nobody gets to go. Percy's going to go visit his boy and his master, Zillian McCutton. Woohoo! Master. His boy and his... <laughs> his boy. Like his, the guy he works with sometimes. <laughs> no, he's like, he, he trains like me. Like Master and the Apprentice, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, okay. But like, in, uh, in like, uh, Alchemist stuff. And yeah, like, you've trained with him for a few months. So, yeah. It's just funny. I just call him master. Percy calls him master. (laughs) He fucking hates it so much. (laughs) He hates it so much. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, is there anything? So, are you going straight there? Is there anything you want to do beforehand? Like, what are you looking to do, Percy? Um, You got all this time. Yeah. I think he spends a lot of time uh, probably just like eating and drinking and like vegging. He's definitely enjoying the downtime, uh, sleeping in late, getting drunk, you know, hanging out to the wee hours. Yeah, where does he go to drink? He goes to the... What district What district do you think <laughs> Percy would go to? Are you okay? I was trying to remember the the place that we made in lore, that the bar that we went to. <laughs> you I don't know. Your face is gonna explode. <laughs> there's, there's been a handful. Can I roll to see where a cool place is? Well, like, what, I'm just <laughs> asking, like, what district of Rigel do you think that uh, Percy would go to look for somewhere to drink? The... What districts are there again? (laughs) (laughs) District 9. Help us out, GM. Help us out. There's like the guild district and guild side. There's the forge barrow where there's like a lot of... You guys do live in the forge barrow. There is the residential area. You don't really have as much there. There's probably some places in the, the bazaar. It's or he, the, the Grand Exchange, I think is what it's called. He probably finds like a dive bar like close to the house so he can just stumble home at night. Okay. Um, yeah. So you you wander around. We probably got a favorite spot, right? Like there's got to be like. There's a bunch of places. The closest one to our house. Is I mean, there's, one, that, there's one that's a ways away that you guys used to go to quite a bit called the Stumble Inn. That's um, what Stumble Inn. Um, which is a, a pretty common place you guys used to go. But closer to you, you actually notice. Um, relatively new it actually looks like it was probably it's been around for a handful of months but you go into this little dive bar it looks a little rundown and stuff called Fayweather's Pub oh <gasps> oh, oh it's not that far away from your guys house <laughs> and you stumble in and it's um I stumble in huh yeah <laughs> that's confusing you, you, you end up there and uh you probably start like let's say the first time you're just searching around it's like kind of the middle of the day it's like three o'clock and you see uh, there's only a handful of patrons in here. And you notice that there's a big Goliath standing behind the bar, just like cleaning a glass, just hanging out. Well, there's like a couple people here and there in there. Or it's it's completely empty. There's like three people in here. Uh, Percy will walk up to the bar and he kind of like gives a knock on the on the bar top as he uh, as he approaches. Hello, good sir. <laughs> She's like, Percy. The, the Goliath looks at you and says, hi. Um, may I have, uh, I'll start with an ale, please. Okay. Kind of goes over, fills your glass up. It's, uh, two copper. Here you are, and slides the silver over to him. He just, like, takes, takes it, puts it into, like, a drawer, and just goes back to cleaning stuff. It's, like, weirdly quiet and, like, kind of somber in here. Yeah, Percy's, uh, 
Percy's boots don't go all the way to the floor, so he's kind of swinging them a little bit back and forth, and like pop, 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 just like drinking his beer and like kind of looking around. Yeah, roll a perception check. Mm. Now I want to drink a beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. You notice two of the people that are sitting in here are staring at you, and they're like, when you when you look at them, they kind of like talk to you a little bit. They look at you and they talk. They kind of whisper to each other. And they look back at you and then look back down. They drink some of their, their ale. I think Percy's like doing the same thing. He's like, once he notices it, he'll like look forward behind the bar and then like kind of peek over his shoulder every couple of seconds. And and then after a moment, he kind of like gives a little wave. And, Hello. They both, they both kind of like, oh, they say something to each other. Oh. Kind of, they both kind of like tentatively wave at you. Can I help you with something? Uh, uh, uh no, 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 um. And you see the guy that gets up and like takes his beer with him. He's like, uh, it's just, it's just he comes and sits down. He's just like, it's just really, can we, can we, can we pay for your drinks? Oh, that's, that's not necessary. No, but no, no, no. But you've done a lot. What, what do you mean? And he just like takes a few coins and goes like, they're on us. Keep up the good work. Dang. And then he you? gets back up and sits back down. And like the one of the, the other one whispers to him and he's just like, he just like nods like, no, just stop, 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 stop. And they go back to drinking. That was some weird. It's like four gold. (laughs) Percy turns back around. He's like smiling a little bit. He's like (laughs) flipping the coins in his fingers. Sweet. (laughs) I'm so fucking cool. (laughs) Do you need another one? Uh, yeah, please. There you go. Thanks. Here's some money. Thank you. How's your day going, sir? It is a day. It is a day. Um, so does it get busier here at night or what's it like? Not much anymore. Well, what is that? You don't got rats, do you? Only a few. That's okay. Normal for the Forge Barrow. We just don't have any entertainment anymore. Oh. What kind of entertainment? We used... You watch him kind of like... Oh. <laughs> we used to have fights. Okay. You see over... Then he points over it like you see like this like raised ring that's like just... It's dusty and hasn't been cleaned and stuff like that. He's like... Sorry. Um... <clears throat> we used to have prize fights... It was very good for business. Right, well, what happened? Oh, no no more fighters. Oh, shit. Family troubles. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, I'll be right back. And he, like, goes into the back area. He's, like, gone for, like, five or ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a perception check. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bar's depressing as fuck. 38. What? Yeah, you, you can hear him. Sobbing in the back, Aww. and you see coming down hurriedly, like looking disheveled, hair kind of like tossed and stuff. Like, um, is this tall elven woman? Uh, hello, oh hi. She's um, do you need anything? I'm um, good, thanks. Okay, wonderful. And she hurries down. She goes into the back. You can hear them having like a bit of a conversation. But yeah, this it's really fucking it's a fucking bummer here. Yeah. And every time you turn around, <laughs> two people are still looking at you. Jesus Christ, this is the most uncomfortable situation. Uh. <laughs> Percy's gonna finish his beer and leave another like small tip on the on the bar top, and then um, as you go out, the guy like as as you walk by the guy that paid you, he he keeps you like he gives like a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it's like below the table. He's like, yeah. well, bef- yeah. before <laughs> Percy leaves, he's gonna. Um, there's no bar napkins, I assume. <laughs> That's not bar I mean, napkins. Sure, really there strike. could be a bar napkin. I don't care. Why not? Tarps don't exist. In this <laughs> world. Uh, Percy pulls out one of his notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> Does it right? His 
moleskin notebooks. <laughs> Fuck. Never mind. <laughs> Just he has it. He has it. It's there's a there's a, a napkin. It's fine. It's a, it's the little napkin they hit that they put under your beer glass. Percy uh-huh. will walk by the the two people sitting at the table that were looking at him, and he slides this uh, this napkin he got from the bar, and he's like, "This is for you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it." And he turns and walks away. Like, oh, is there anything on it? Uh, it's Percy's signature. You can hear one of them be like, "Holy shit! No one's gonna believe this." He's strutting out, feeling good. <laughs> he's handling this thing like a natural. Oh, <laughs> yes, very much. All right. Well, then you make your way over to um, Zillion's place up in Upper Guild side, up in the um, some of the raised districts to go up like flights of stairs and stuff. Eventually, take the lift up to the big steel doors, <clears throat> and then he knocks on the big door. Dong, dong, dong. Hello. So you go ahead and knock, and you just hear a voice come in. Goes in. Well, well, well. Fuck. <laughs> hey, boss. Percival, I have told you several <laughs> times about your boss. Well, I mean, you, you helped me out with the arm and, you know, taught me some things. I work for you, technically. A little bit. But I don't pay you. Well, you pay me in knowledge, though, and he points to his head. So you come in, there's all the, like, random stuff all over the walls, the books and, like, this huge library and random this suits of armor and everything, and all this crazy accoutrement that has been built into this place. There's, like, contraptions coming out of the ceiling and everything. I always forget, and he's played by Nick Offerman. He's played by Nick okay. Offerman. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, he's a dwarf played by Nick Offerman. If people I haven't listened that. to Quest Side Story, and if you, come on, if you haven't listened to it yet, it's required listening uh, at this point. So, but you come in, you sit down, and he's just, well, it's good, um... It's good that you're um, back in one piece. Yep. We um, think we did everything we wanted to do, and then some. Um, but yes, we had some bumps and bruises along the way. But How's the hand holding up? Oh, it's great. Just need to oil it a little bit more often, but uh, still still looking good. Yeah, you need to do that. The clockwork mechanics inside of it will break down eventually if you don't continue to oil it. Remember, a well-oiled gear, it's like a good lover. Mm, interesting. Percy goes off into If you thought. don't pay proper attention to it. That'll spurn you. Whoa. Thank you for that one. I like that. Well, well, it's good you're back. Did, did, did you need something? Yes. Um, what's your schedule look like? Busy. Hmm. Well, I got a lot of gold, so I was hoping maybe you could push a couple things back a little bit. Uh, I got a new project I've been thinking about. He stands up and he goes over, goes to the door, pulls out this, like, weirdly gigantic key like out of a pocket and he's using his mechanical arm and he goes over and like locks the door let's go in the back we'll talk about some talk about laying out some blueprints nice and we'll do come back to that in just a bit anybody else want to do anything in particular isla wants to finally fix her stupid rapier that broke okay and upgrade it okay so you're gonna need to find somebody who can fix it you have some options. You could have someone literally like forge it back together. You probably get Zillion to do that, or you could get it magically fixed and then get it upgraded by the same people who could do that. Go ahead and roll a diplomacy. Okay. To like gather information to see like maybe who you're gonna have fix it because you can kind of kill two birds with one stone if you just get it done by like like an arcanist instead of like a like a smith. Twenty-five. Sorry, can I make an argument for why Laura shouldn't get a new rapier? I'm not getting a new rapier. She's fixing her old one. Yeah. Why? She's too strong. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Um, You're just jealous. It's not Laura's fault that you can't hit things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll get to that. What's your diplomacy? 25. 
25. Yeah, so you ask around a little bit, and some people mention that there are some uh, Arcanists that have taken up residence and have completely rebuilt this brand new Arcanist shop over in Guildside. And so uh, you make your way over there, and you come upon this eventually like you follow their directions you just take a scrap of paper and they tell you like oh turn right here and then go down the street and then it's like three blocks down and then look on your left you can't miss it and (laughs) you see this like very quaint little like cottage super random that there's this cottage that it's built in the middle of these like big houses and everything in this city all the red you know all the red tile roofs here in Rygel there's a guild side everything here is very nice and there's this random little cottage it's dinky it can't be like it's small but it's stark blue just like the people said and you go up, and you see it says Fitzelric Emporium of Eclectic Eccentricities. Ah, uh, yes. You recognize the name? Yeah. She goes up to the door and knocks. Okay, you knock. There's no answer. She opens the door to see if it's unlocked. Yeah, it's a store. You walk inside stores. <laughs> but it looks like a little cottage. So it looks like someone lives there, right? Yeah, like you walked up to a small hole-in-the-wall restaurant and went, and everyone inside was like, Looked at the door know. like, service, please. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> Gosh, never mind. I don't upgrade my sword anyways. I quit. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Just too hurt. <laughs> so you go ahead and you open the door. And as you go in, you hear this like, these wonderful chimes sound as you go in. And there's this moment where you almost get vertigo because you walk inside and this is not a cottage. You walk into this humongous massive foyer that has to go up 40 feet. The fuck? And it leads you in. You can see there's like all this, these different items on the wall and it leads you through. You're kind of, you catch yourself and you realize you're in this gigantic tower and eventually you, you make your way through this initial area and you come into like this showroom where there's these glass cases everywhere of all these different items inside. And as you Come waltzing up, you see uh, uh, a vaguely familiar figure. You've you've met them before. You met them a while back. You probably barely remember them, but you see uh, this uh, man with he's got a little bit of a beard and close cropped hair. He's in wizard robes and he comes up and says, "Oh, hello, my dear. What what are you looking to buy something today?" Uh, hi. She kind of looks around, confused. Um, welcome to the Emporium. Yes, thanks. I was actually looking to get something fixed, and she pulls like a maybe like a little wrapped up sack of like the pieces of her rapier oh well like come come over here to the workstation we can we can look at it by the way i'm sylvester and your name is, oh, I, I think we've met before what? we have it's isla yes we met during the during the tournament i think a few of you came by our little shop that we had yep well um you'll be happy to know that we officially moved in um don't mind the exterior it's always bigger on the inside come, come over here and kind of like sets you down and like unravels like this this thing of uh this leather and he goes oh Someone's been um, playing a little harder than they should be, huh? Unfortunately. Well, I think we can fix it. My brother and I could likely do this. Um, it would there would be a fee of reforming. Course. I assume it was it it was uh, arcane in nature prior to its shattering. Yes. Yes. I'm sure we we could go ahead and, and put it back together for you. Um, that would be one charge. Are you looking to do anything else? I actually was looking to get it enchanted as well. Oh, get it uh, the, the enchantment further uh, raised in its uh, propensity. Well, dear, um, it's going to cost for the um, the make whole spell, um, which I will be casting by the way, um, my, one of my specialties. Um, it's going to cost twenty five hundred gold just for the repair. That's okay. I can do it. All right, and then um, uh, what what uh, what was the enchantments you already had on that sword prior to? I had answering. Plus, was it plus, plus one, one answering, answering rapier. And answering is a plus one enchantment. Yes. Ooh. 
going to a plus three weapon? Yeah, it's a yeah. plus. So he's like, well, um, raising it from its current power level of its current level of enchantment um, to the um, the the third power of it um, would would cost an additional ten thousand gold. <laughs> I wanted to not just. I wanted to put another enchantment on it, not just make it a plus three. Yeah. So oh. so a like plus I, one weapon costs two thousand. A plus two weapon costs eight thousand. A plus three weapon costs eighteen thousand gold. So the difference is ten k. Yo. Yeah. The, the weapon. So wait. So it's a plus one answering right now. So if I would have right. So if you would put plus two on it, it would cost ten thousand gold. I think I'm just putting another plus one on it. You're going from plus two to plus three. Mm. It's like a plus one in, right now. In in total. Yeah. In total. Like. Huh. Like so the, every enchantment has a power level. So right. a plus one to hit and damage is a plus one. And that's every single addition on top of that's another plus one. But special enchantments like answering, shocking, they have a number as well. Answering is a plus one enchantment. So your okay. sword counts as a plus two weapon because it has both of those. Oh. So to get it upgraded to anything else, to add any plus one like special property or a plus one to hit and damage makes it a plus three weapon. So you have to pay the difference so it between has a plus two plus, and a plus three. It has three. an answering, which is a plus one. Right, and, and a plus one to hit and damage. Got it, got it, got like, it. So okay, it's okay, a plus okay, two. Okay. So to go, see, from, to go from two to three, it's 10,000 gold. I can do that. Sick. Mama is balling. She's, she's, Josh's face. <laughs> she, she winces a little bit, and then she's like, I can make it work. Do you offer payment plans? <laughs> Sadly, we don't anymore. I'm just kidding. We've had a few people not pick a few things up. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, like, like what? Oh, just some random things. We sold them later. It was fine, but they were <laughs> stuck, stuck costing all I paid for those. Does there happen to be a sipping jacket in there? For an alchemist, in a, in a perhaps? Dagger. Named Locke? Who really needed that jacket? Anyway, what? I'm not bitter about it. I mean, people don't need things when they're dead. Wow. I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. Wow. Um, all right. Well, we'll say this, dear. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be upgrading it in this manner um it's quite hefty cost so i will i'll cut the repair cost in half for you oh but you'll be paying full price for the enchantment because that's the most difficult of them of so course. um instead of the 2500 it will be uh 1000 we'll, we'll call it a let we'll, we'll, we'll say um we'll say 1200 gold so it'll be uh, 11200 that sounds fair to me Beautiful. Well, um it will take a bit of time to repair as well as getting um the enchantment properly laid in to the blade afterwards so it will take at least a week and a half. I understand. Wonderful. I, well, um, I have we, a backup as you can see. She has two other rapiers on her belt. Wonderful. Well, come, come by and get those upgraded one of these days. We would love to enchant them. We'll need at least half now. Oh, I can give you all of it now. Well, that's up to you, dear. You can always pay on the completion. It's completely up to you. You don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, we take you, deposits. <laughs> if you die, then we can, you'll still have the other half that we can loot your body. To <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. It's not wow, a, guys. It's actually completely legitimate. <laughs> um, on the off chance that your building gets set on fire and you go to another dimension, what's the insurance policy on that? <laughs> he looks oh. at you with like, it's like the moment in Looney Tunes where he blinks and it makes the noise. It's like, bling. <laughs> he just yeah. goes, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just in case. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I mean, it's not just that. You're in their house. They rebuilt it so that. I know. Fuck it. It's safer this way. <laughs> I mean, in all reality, like, you have downtime, so you can just pay it all now. I think I'm just going to pay it. Yeah, you can pay it all now, and you have now have a... Your rapier is fixed. It is a plus two answering rapier. Oh! Dude. Extra hit. Extra damage. Yup. 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 So now my rapier is a plus three, and it has answering and confounding. 
Ooh, what's confounding? confounding? Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Uh oh. Yeah, I said I put another enchantment on it. So you you wanted to get confounding. So you could you could do that. I don't know how it fucking works. So, <laughs> so I just want it to be a plus one answering confounding rapier. That's what I want. That's what I meant by I want to put another enchantment on it. Because uh, an enchantment could be because the plus one is just like a magical enchantment to make it hit and damage. I more. thought. Uh, sorry, I didn't know that's, that's what you good. worded it. It it could be the plus one or it could be confounding. They're both enchantments. Yeah. Tell us about confounding, Laura. Well, let me tell you guys. Now that my rapier is a confounding rapier, I can spend the panache point as an immediate action when an enemy moves into my threatened area to trip them. That will handicap oh their attacks against me and prevent them from moving past me. Wow. Yeah, when the wielder confirms a critical hit with a confounding weapon, she can spend one panache point to attempt a combat maneuver to disarm, reposition, sunder, or trip the target as an immediate action, gaining an enhancer bonus on the CM on this combat maneuver check, equal to the enhancer bonus of the confounding weapons, which is a plus one. Um, this combat maneuver does not provoke attacks of opportunity, and the wielder can't use panache gained by confirming the critical hit to activate this ability. So when you confirm the crit and you use this ability, you don't gain panache po- points back for it. Remember that. So, because it would be an infinite cycle. Um, that is sick. <laughs> that is pretty cool. amazing. Isn't that Great. awesome? I'm so Great. excited. Great. Woo! Great. Taking all your weapons. Every creatures, <laughs> every creature now have they they all their hands have locked gauntlets and they all have multiple legs, so they get that plus ten bonus to trip. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. Well, you do that. Anything else you want to do? You get your mate. It takes you, you know, another week and a half, um, and you're able to get your uh, rapier fixed. Yes. So, yeah. So, she gets a rapier fixed. She's super happy to finally have a rapier back. It's been broken for a long Broke time. Broke as fuck. How much gold do you have left over now? 4,000 gold. You still have 4,000 gold? Wow. Christ. I had How did you 15, have so much money? 15,200 gold. I've been saving Bitch. up forever. I never bought anything. After that, she's going to go talk to Laveau. Okay, you go schedule a time. We say it takes a couple days because things are getting a little busy for her for her to get like a specific audience. Are you requesting her just a one-on-one? Uh, I guess. Sure. I mean, it doesn't really matter. What do you want? You can literally ask. You're booking a time. You go to the secretary and you ask like, hey, I want to do this. So you got to tell them what you want to do. Yeah, one-on-one. Let's do that. One-on-one. Okay. Um, a few days after you're able to book it, she's, they slot you in and you have a little bit of time. You go up and you knock on the door. And you actually see um, this bearded gentleman with like a salt and pepper beard and like sweat back hair and like a nice like high collar kind of tunic and everything opens the doors. Hello. Um, she'll see you now. I'll be back, my lady. Let me know if you need anything. I'll report back soon. Ella walks in. Prime Minister. Hello, dear. Sit down. She sits down. It's good to see you. What? Um. Oh, you too. What did you need to talk to me about? I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time. Oh, no. This is why we have a schedule. Well, I was coming to speak to you about possibly joining your campaign, if you'll have me. Really? I'd like to help. And you're the first one of all of you to say anything? Of course. Yes. The answer is yes. I should tell you, I think I'll be the only one of our group to want to help. Not that they don't give you their support, but it's no, just I, not... I understand really something there. Right. Let's in. not focus. There's there's a lot to do and there's no time to be focusing on what could be, but here, let's focus on what is. Um well, um what would you like to do? You can Well I was going to ask you what you need. I have some downtime and it seems like things are going pretty well as far as well, the peace in the city, so it's tentative. It's been a very rough year, as you all right. know. I know. So I was going to ask what in particular you need me for. I have a few different skill sets, I guess. Yes. Um, well, the, the, the party's numbers are down. They're not as low as they were a few months ago. Varel has helped greatly to raise them. But um, we, we may need someone to go out and do some, some outreach. And a familiar face, a, a heroic face, uh, as pretty as yours, might be helpful to the cause. 
Okay, I can do that. Would you mind? Let me think. Um, well, what's you interested in? I want you to do, to do something that sounds interesting. She thinks for a minute. Honestly, can, can I be honest? I didn't actually expect any of you to come to help. I hope you don't take offense. It doesn't really no. have anything to do with you in particular. It's not offense. I'm I'm disappointed, but I already knew this would be the case. I just, I wish things had been different. Me too. There's a lot of factors at play. We've all been through a lot. Yes. Anyways, um, what are you interested in? Well, she thinks for a minute. I'm sorry to say I'm not really good at a lot, but fighting and talking. Okay, well, that's the one thing I'll ask you not to do. <laughs> the talking's fine. But the, the fighting, you can leave those at home. Um, looks down like the rapiers and everything. Your talents might be best suited for direct outreach. Maybe would you like to help some of my people organize some of our... We have some rallies coming up. There's a debate in a few months that should be very interesting. Sure. I can try to get people together or talk to them for you or sure, something. Sure, we'll, we'll get you hooked up with my team and we'll get you working as much as you like. If you're, you're not an employee, you're a volunteer. So if you need to stop or if some dire circumstance comes up in some other far off country, I assume you will all go do what needs to be done. But um, we appreciate you helping. So we'll get you hooked up with the information. Um, I'll have to f- figure, I, like I said, I didn't expect. So we'll have to figure out a place. But we'll let you know. Take your time. I just have some downtime, so I thought I'd help. Absolutely. But please, please rest up. Why don't don't we put something together? I'll have my assistants look into what we could do for you, and we'll get back to you in a a week or two. Sure. Take some time. Take a load off. Don't worry about things. Walk somewhere without a sword for once. I'll do my best. I'm not very good at taking a break. So right, dear. I understand. Well, I'm very excited that you want to help. Um, Just... Look after the rest of them. I always do. Or try to, at least. Good. Well, um, I'm looking forward to working with you on this. Hopefully it will be (laughs) fruitful. I don't know how good our competition will be for the country, and so we'll have to do our very best. I agree. Do you know much about him? Can I roll a knowledge local, see if I know anything about him? Sure. Uh, You could also do... uh, I would accept a history as well. I I don't think you have history, history, huh? No, I have geography and local and nature. Local's fine, yeah. Uh, 26. Yeah, he is a... Uh, Orvax is... He's he's called the Gilded, or Orvax the Gilded. He's a golden dragonborn. He is a well-regarded general. He's retired at this point. He's not actually in active duty, but he is a, a member of parliament, and he's part of the, um, the Ardenists party. Uh, they're more sanctioned around kind of protectionism and they're more to the right of the spectrum but he's very well respected by people on both sides considered quite charming and is honestly if, for you thinking about like the little bit of politics you know when Rigel is like it's kind of worst case scenario for Laveau like mm-hmm. she's got a fucking road ahead of her she's gonna beat this guy okay I know a bit I didn't grow up around here but when of course, I yes. first came here I did hear a bit about him yes it's doesn't just, seem just, like the kind of guy I would want leading the country. Well, I mean, I don't think so. But a lot of people do. He just kind of like shakes her head. Let's not think about such things. Um, we're going to win, just like we did last time. And we're going to continue to steer the country down a better road. I agree. Also, he's very smart. I, it would not surprise me if he reached out to some, if not all of you. So just be wary. 
Prime Minister, I grew up with my mother being the captain of the guard and my father working for the royal family. I'm very used to terrible politics. So don't worry, I won't be swayed. Oh, not a, an example of such, but um, just... Not at all, which is why I want to help you. Thank you, dear. Um, But just be on the lookout. I imagine that him and his team will likely be trying to... We'll just say they're good at their jobs. We'll be better. Yes, we will be. Good, I like that attitude. Well, go enjoy your weeks off. Please relax. Please, go wear a dress or something. Go sit somewhere. I've had my fill of that, <laughs> but I'll oh, try. Oh, really? Well, I would love to hear about that later, but please go enjoy yourself and stay warm. I'll do my best. She gets up. And uh, you stay safe as well. I will. I have the best people surrounding me. Good. I'll see you around. Yes, good day. Bye-bye, dear. She leaves. All right. Anything else you want to do? I think that's it. I think she just, maybe for the rest of her downtime, wants to start working on the campaign. Okay, we'll work through that a little bit. Who else wants to go? I'll go. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so first things first, we have some unfinished business to take care of in regards to the equipment sheet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Um, there are some things that we have not sold and divvied up amongst ourselves. Oh. So maybe we could do that. Wild. Sure. Absolutely. Take care of some business. Yeah, that might help me make some more of my decisions, depending on how much we get back. But uh, we have a pristine diamond worth a thousand gold. Okay. I think everyone said they wanted to keep that okay. for like okay. res shit, you know? That makes sense. Keep that in the inventory. Res uh, we have a decanter, the ivory and gold decanter uh, mm. worth 400 gold, you said. Uh, I don't know if that appraise was accurate, but we should keep that at the house. Uh, let's just make money. Wait, man. I don't have a lot of money. I mean, that's I'm your thing, though. Poor. Yeah, there's a platinum Don't holy symbol. There's a platinum holy symbol of Avatar, a golden ivory decanter, and a gold chalice with, with gold chalice with griffin carvings. Yeah, I mean, if you sold it and you got what it's worth, you could get you could get all for all of them. You could get like fifteen hundred gold for all three of them. The decanter, the holy symbol, and the chalice. Yes, fifteen hundred. Yeah, if you sold them all. Yeah, let's do it. Because they're these kinds of items, I need somebody to roll a diplomacy check to see if you get a little more or a little less. I shall do or about it. About the same. I. Right. 21. Wasn't that great? 21. Still not bad. Yeah, you're able to sell it for 1500 All right. You get the price they're worth. Was that a pawn shop that we sold that at? Or what? What's, I don't know. Where, where do we ran, go for this shit? Some fucking random place was, in, the, in the market. It was uh, Rigel Pawn. No, just some fucking random yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, it's in this random pawn Great shop. There's a really nice looking katana sitting in the just today's just oh references. No, God. it's not. Yeah. You guys find a random person you sell to in the market. Someone needs to bring me back one of the squire guitars from that place. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. uh, squire is the perfect fantasy name for a uh, guitar. For a guitar. <laughs> um, Turns out. Uh, everybody get 300 gold. What? Sick. Sweet. Pocket change. That did sound like a sexy decanter, Pocket though. Change. Pocket so change. Three hundred. Yay! I will take it. Okay, now that I have those things off of the sheet, while we're still in uh, Rigel, um, the Mages College is still a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. The Lyceum Arcanium still exists. I think Orin would like to go there uh, in the interest of retraining some spells. Okay. Um, it's going to take a little while. Uh, I looked it up, and I could afford it. Um, but basically the price for retraining stuff is just, it starts off as 10 times your level, uh, times the number of days it takes, right? Yeah. Retraining a spell is two days per First. level of the spell. Right. So what spell are you looking to retrain? A lot. I'm looking to okay. retrain 
Let me get my calculator out. I did the math already. I want to check the math. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he's going to look to retrain two first level spells, one second level spell, and two third level spells. Jesus. Okay. What spells? Um, for first level, he is going to take lock gaze, which never works, <laughs> and trade that in for uh, keep watch. Okay. And then he's going to also take. Um, he's also going to take true strike. Oh no! Sorry. I think I was going to do the long arm. No true strike. Uh, and he'll trade that out for keep uh, for alarm. You're gonna try out true strike? You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, man. All right. Oh wait, you're trading it. Out. True, All right, true strike. I never All use right. it. It's like I got It's a standard action. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, and then I can't do anything till my next turn. Oh, it just to cast it is oh yeah. duh, because it's a spell. Oh fuck. But you will always hit on your next turn. Yeah, but if I if they move out of my way and I can't get to them next turn, like you're it's fucking yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Fuck. So that alone would be four hundred gold. Why making that face? I'm doing the math. I did it already, but I guess you don't trust me. Ten times ten is one hundred. Yeah, times Yeah, it's two thousand to retrain all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're able to find somebody. Um, it's probably an interesting moment of you walking onto the campus, but you're able to go to like the student directory and like ask, and you actually get turned away. But you uh, you get nabbed by like a random professor who's like willing to do it for you, like not officially, oh, and nice. is to like help you. He's like, I, he's just like, honestly, honestly, I just need the pocket change. I just need the money. They don't pay us okay. shit over here. I'm teaching freshmen. Oh it's the worst. You know how many times I can teach a cantrip? It's the worst. Yeah, it doesn't sound very fulfilling. You wouldn't believe these kids trying to cast light all day. But yeah, I can help you out. It's going to take like two weeks, though. Hell yeah, let's do it. No, more than that. Like three weeks almost. Just come back. We'll, take, we'll spend an hour. We'll spend some time in the evenings. I'll, I'll retrain you. All right. Anything for a, for a Thane there, huh? And he like taps you on the armor and it's like awkward. <laughs> oh, gosh. Not a fan of this guy. Let's get this over with. <laughs> Right, just pay him 2,000 gold. All right. It's you get to do it. Um, you guys want to know what spells I retrain? His name's Chris. <laughs> you would be Chris. Chris. Yeah. Throw him out there. I, I don't feel like there's any point in keeping it a secret. Yeah. Tell us. So the thought process behind trading out these spells was like, my DCs aren't very high. And anything that anybody has to roll against, they're always going to save. So instead of getting spells that other people had to roll against, I tried to just focus on buffs. Or things that were uh, innate to me or you guys. Dope. So that makes sense. They're all uh, super effective spells. Like um, I could use them all the time. First level is mostly flavor yeah, spells. Like flamethrower on a Venusaur. <laughs> I uh, first level I have alarm now. So when we are taking watch, uh, I could set an audible alarm that triggers if like something comes into our premises. Yeah. And I have keep watch spell, which means I don't even have to take a two hour nap anymore. As long as I have a first level spell slot, I don't need to rest. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Orin so never dude. sleeps again. Yep. Oh my god. As long as they have a first level spell slot. Because sometimes he has to take his armor off when he goes to bed because he doesn't have bed of iron. Doesn't he miss mm. dreaming? Fuck, man. He's missing dreaming. Only nightmares. Oh, yeah, uh, Orin has a really checkered past. I imagine not wanting to have to relive that shit if he doesn't have to. Uh, second level spells, I kept haste and iron skin and protection from evil communal. Uh, but I also took remove paralysis. Oh, sick. So Ooh. you never have to prepare that. Okay, I never did. All right. All right. Um, also, nice. uh, I removed um, blindness deafness from that, so he can no longer do that. Okay. That's why I can do that one. So I took remove paralysis instead. And then Sweet. for third level, I took away remove fault and greater thunder stomp. I'm sorry, fine fault uh, to take blink, which is oh, going to be fun. Sick. And mm. remove blindness and deafness. Yes. That's, that's nice. That's, that's, yeah. good. that's better than doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's having a change of heart. 
Mm. Wow. Gonna try to be a helper. Wow. That's Orin, That's beautiful. Utility, Thanks, baby. Utility. Nice. Exciting. All right, well, I'm keeping track of how many weeks everybody's used so you can do extra stuff if you want to. Um, but um, uh, for, we did that. That's great. I want to pop back over to Percy. Uh, as I know, uh, Foz, we left off there. So, Foz, we'll, we'll do this in roleplay. Why, why don't you go ahead and... Why don't you say... We, why, why don't you explain what the fuck, Percy? We've talked about it. Oh. Josh and Foz have talked about it. <laughs> why don't you explain? I want to hear Percy say it to Zillion. <laughs> what are you trying to do, dude? I'm so curious. I can't wait. Wait, wait. Hold on. Just... Okay, just start at the beginning again. So... You know, you can take the hand off and then, you know, the gun will have like another hand attached to it. And then you put the gun on and then they can like switch back and forth. You want to you want to remove your you want to remove your hand and attach a different hand to it. Well, like, yeah, not a hand, but like a gun, like my pepper box. So you want to remove you're looking to remove your hand and attach a gun barrel to it. Right. Six gun barrels. But yeah. Why don't you just why don't you just build the gun barrel into your arm? See, boss, that's why I mean we'll have to cut the rest of your forearm off. Percy kinda like looks into space for a second. He holds up his left arm and he has an entire mechanical. He has like no left arm. And he goes over and he like undoes a strap on his chest and his arm clunk to the floor. He's like, it's not that bad. Fuck it. Let's do it. And he kinda looks down at the the arm and he's like kinda scrambles down. He's like, it was to prove a point, but can you help? <laughs> you help him strap himself back it's into his that bad. Yeah, he straps back into the arm and he's like <laughs> and like works again. He's like, okay, so we're gonna have to cut off your forearm. I can do that. And then you wanna build an arm with a barrel in it. Yes. What kind of projectile do you want to fire? This is some fucking body horror shit right now. It, it just sure got is. so fucking weird. Hey, at least Percy's getting a choice. I will just say, I mean, Zillion like lost his arm. Did we talk about... I don't remember what we talked about at the very end because there was like seven different ideas. I don't know what you want to do, man. You tell me what you want to do and I'll tell you how hard it is to do. That was the original idea. I remember you wanted to have like... You like undo your hand from like this other mechanical part of your arm and there's a fucking barrel at the end of it that's like a blunderbuss or some shit. Yes. So you're the one who's looking to do this. You need to tell me what you want to do. 50 years ago, I lost my left arm to think I'd be here cutting off someone else's. Percy kind of like looks around the shop a little bit and he's like, he points to this larger barreled object on one of the walls. That, that cool Kilver and that one. I want to be able to shoot one of those. You want to put a cannon in your arm? Basically, yes. Okay, it'll have to be smaller. Sure. It's not impossible. Uh, okay. <sighs> he kind of like leans back. Okay. We're gonna have to prep for over a month to get this to work. I'm ready. We have to. We might have to import the parts. That's fine. Some of these things I can't make. I don't, have the, the, I don't have the equipment. Send me the bill. So he like gets up and starts like checking some things. He pulls like a catalog off like a thing. He's like, some of this stuff is rare. Get kid. This is gonna cost. Well, let's say this. I would charge something like seventy five hundred gold for this, but. Seeing as we don't need to make the hand, we just need to adapt yours. We could upgrade yours, though, which probably if there's ever a time to do it, it's now. But I'm not going to charge you for the labor. So I think reasonably, if we upgrade your hand and adapt it, probably about 4,000 golden parts. Let's do it. Okay. I'll put the orders in for what we need. It's going to take probably a month to get here. Um, something something's going to be the order straight from Carthar, which is unfortunate. You could have just picked him up. Fuck. Well, uh, next time, think ahead. And he just, like, begins, like, writing this list out. I can have a message sent to one of my suppliers. 
And uh, we can have the stuff in about a month, and then we should prep for a few weeks after that. And then um, number one is it's going to... Losing your arm's going to suck. You sure you're ready to do that? Like, suck how much? Like, what do you mean? It's possible that the prosthesis might not take hold. Remember the last time? Took, uh, us, took us three times. Right. Um, and it could be damaging to your physiology permanently. No, I... This has been my dream for a long time. You've been having dreams about a cannon arm? Like daydreams, you know? You just... You picture it the moment... It doesn't make it any better. Okay. I, I just... It would be so cool. I saw these guys... I saw these creatures. They were in... It's a long story, but they could fire projectiles from their arms. It was crazy. Well, I would be interested to hear about that, but um, we'll make it happen, kid. I knew I could count on you. Okay, don't get... Thanks, boss. Don't, don't get weird and don't call me boss. Um, Can we shake our metal hands together? Like a handshake with the metal arms? Like here, like a big clink. You hold out your right hand and he holds out his left hand. He's like... Okay, high five then. He like... He, he, he just like... <laughs> his hand's still sitting there from when he was like holding his arm up and you just high five it. And he's just like, all right, that's fine. Okay, um, what do you need me to do? Get ready to lose a limb. Right, right, right. Actually, what's probably best for you right now is to learn something. He goes over and like goes over to the same big bookshelf where the catalog is from, and he pulls out this gigantic tome, and he just like shoves it into your arms. It probably weighs like forty pounds. He's like, "Read this front to back. We don't do the operation until you're done." <laughs> yes, boss. And he like goes running out of the room. <laughs> Thank you. It doesn't leave the building. Oh. <laughs> he stops like halfway to the door. All right. And he it's like, important. Goes and sits down. Is Moby in the uh, in the vicinity? Uh, he's he's dormant. He's just been he hasn't been needed. Yeah. He walks up before he sits down and like taps on Moby. Hey, old boy. He watches like the eyes like <laughs> like light up and he just like. Oh. I need your help. I'm gonna sit in this chair and you can you can turn the pages for me and hold up the book and I'm just gonna sit here. He doesn't do that. Okay. Well, you can just keep me company then. He just like nods, says, Chapter one. Chapter one. Chapter Yeah, you look at the title of this and it's literally just titled Mechanism. And it's it's written in Dwarvish, the whole thing. It's like there's no translation. It's all written in Dwarvish runes. But the word is Mechanism and it's written by Zorin McHine. What? Hey, boss, I haven't read Dwarven in a while. <sighs> this is going to take longer than I... Yeah, get used to it. It's old Dwarven too. Oh, fuck. How do I... Do you have a... Never mind. You should be grateful you're reading that. There's only two copies. My this, father wrote it. I was just going to ask that. That's cool. Yes, it is cool. Percy uh, starts reading. As uh, you get to the end of like the, the first page, Moby like slowly reaches down and like <laughs> turns the page for you. <laughs> and you hear, Zill- you hear Zillian's like, Moby? Puts his hand back. <laughs> All right, so that'll take up that'll take up like doing this will be I'll say honestly like probably 6 to 8 weeks take up most of your time. We'll see on some rolls. Um but we can go ahead. We'll do those in a sec. Salai or A. Anybody want to do something? <laughs> okay. Uh Salai is she's going to spend this time uh she's been really determined ever since uh you know everything that happened Grethar to find out anything that she can about the court and where all these mysteries have been leading to. So she's going to head to the Lyceum. Okay. To the library. Okay. You're going to go to, as it is properly known, the Athenaeum of Occult Sciences and Esoteric Mysteries. A mouthful. Yeah. They're, they're magisters. They, they love their big, stupid phrases. Uh, self-importance runs deep in these people. Well. Uh, but yeah, you at first are kind of like, 
They're rather skeptical of why, like, a cleric of Kaelian wants to study their libraries. But you can probably, if it comes down to it, get, like, you know, like a rent from... It'd be easy. Like, Laveau would be like... If she could call him on the phone, she'd be like, just shut the fuck up and let her, like... So you could... It would, it would be easy enough, but you can tell there's some pushback. And you are required to have a chaperone while in the library. Wow, okay. Yeah, you go in and this... You, you go down these this big spiral staircase from one of the main areas. And as you kind of come down through this, almost this looks it's like this big glass tube you're essentially in as you're walking down, you realize that this entire lower area, like stories into the, the earth here under Rigel is just a humongous library where like there's stacks of books that go up stories. And there's these huge, ridiculous ladders that like move around basically by themselves. And there's you can see there's almost these like wispy looking humanoids that will like go and retrieve books from up high and bring them down to people. And you can tell there's certain sections and many of the books are literally like shackled to parts of the like there. It's there are probably hundreds of thousands of books here and there is a vast amount of looking after them. So, yeah, you're allowed. But you eventually come down this spiral staircase surrounded by glass and you get down. You meet um, there's this woman. She's an elf. You're kind of ushered forward and she says, I'll be looking after you. Oh. Please do not touch anything. I tell you not to touch. Right. Yes. Yeah. Any book that is shackled, you are not permitted to view or read or investigate in any way. Please do not ask. There are no exceptions. Oh, okay. Um, do you, do I just a- ask you what I'm looking for or do I just start picking up books and... She kind of looks a little irritated. You're the one looking to use the library. Right. Right. Um... And you hear, see her kind of like, her eyes like squint. Sorry, it's just a bit overwhelming. Uh, what, There's a lot of books what, here. What topics are you looking into? I'm trying to learn everything I can about Aradin. Do you have any religious texts, holy texts, history books, anything? We keep them for posterity's sake, for educational purposes. Right. We have a small section, emphasis on small, regarding the dead scion, if you would like to view it. I would like to view it. Follow me. And you can tell she says she hasn't even given you her name yet. She's just like walking you around. And she takes you to like this little teeny corner. You like go through like a tiny door that's like her her like, you know, ponytail like almost like scrapes the the ceiling as you guys go through this door. And you come into this little room and there's like two bookshelves and there's like eight books on them. This is where we keep everything that we have on Eridan. Unfortunately, much of it was lost over the last few hundred years. But feel free. All of these are available for you to read, but they do not leave this area. Don't even try. They're magically enchanted. I'll be right here. Okay, you do you, like you're just gonna watch me read or Yes. Okay, but that's fine. Um so she picks up one of the books and, you know, sets it down on the table and just kinda like crackles open. I imagine it hasn't been touched in a while. Yeah, there's they're like sorta of dusty, but you can tell they're actually like seems like they're relatively taken care of. Like it might be like they keep things here like mm. magically clean because they don't want like fucking silverfish and stuff. But yeah, you see this is titled The Twelve Guises of Aridin. The Twelve Guises of Aridin. Mm-hmm. Let me get my notes out. Probably a good idea. For this, roll a knowledge religion. We're going to start keeping track of your uh, your stuff you're getting here. Oh, no. It's a 14. 14. 
Okay. We'll add 14 points to the research pool at the Lyceum. I have a whole table here. I'm keeping track of the points. All these different places you could go, which you could look into other places if you want to research there. We'll say you spend, we'll do, let me see here. Um, yeah, each eight hour day, you get to spend researching. So you get to make one roll per day. So we're just going to say this is your first day. So we'll say this text, because we're not going to go into super detail into all of them, but this just happens to be an interesting kind of thing. Um, you read through here and this is all about all of the parables surrounding Aridin and his 12 guys that he's appeared or he has seemingly been told to appear to people throughout history. They go as they're the artist, the beggar, the craftsman, the artisan, the farmer, the fisher, the hunter, the merchant, the scholar, the shepherd, the soldier, the tailor, and thief. But you learn about um, how he's appeared and taught various lessons to different people. Um, you do read that the uh, the most prominent one that has been the most often he's appeared as is the fisher. Okay. The fisher king. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> It all makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah! You solved, solved the puzzle. You solved the puzzle. Yeah, so the campaign's it's all over. Coming together. <laughs> I won. But yeah, that's your first day. Um, how many? We'll say this. So I'm gonna. We'll go to the actual calendar here. I'll pull up the calendar. So this is the 18th. How many days do you want to spend researching here? I think to, she wants to read all eight books. So I would say yeah. two weeks. Um. Okay. So we'll say two weeks. We'll do 14 days. So I mean. We're going to go through and I will likely cut the next bit out, but we're just going to, we're going to add up a bunch of, a bunch of rolls, but we're going to make them. They're going to get made, but we're just going to, uh, we're not going to put them all on the pod. So we'll be right back in just a second, um, after, and I'll let everyone know how many points that, um, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to keep that a secret because I don't want you to game the system and be like, oh, if you're one point away from a breakthrough, like, cause I have a system for here, then you'd be like, oh, I'll spend an extra day. You don't get to know. So actually, no, I'm not going to say anything. So we'll be right back. All right, everybody. We just rolled all those. Uh, Steph rolled a couple 20s, which is awesome. Uh, which basically, just so you know, Steph, I won't tell you where your points are at. So it's a little more of a mystery. It's you can't like game it as much. But I will say, just so you know, every hundred points you get, you get like a, a breakthrough. Basically, I'll give you a cool piece of information that's like special. Nice. Um, maybe special or just interesting. It could be useful. It could not be useful. Just something you, you, you kind of learn. When you roll a 20, you just take whatever the total roll is and you double it. If you roll a one, you take the roll and subtract it from your research pool. You waste a day essentially you know what I mean or you you like begin researching down a path that leads to nowhere and you like forget some shit you researched yeah. before okay. so but you only ones it's great you have a big chunk of these so you spend the next two weeks reading through these texts so the first thing you kind of put together and realize because these aren't just necessarily aired and holy texts they're also like you know that you find a book of like research papers like on Aridin and like theories about like what happened and things about all that sort of stuff so there's like academic texts in here about Aridin and his worship and like the whole weirdness of the fact that he just disappeared um, the one actual research paper that you um, realize is really interesting is actually tracing the lineage of the Emerialis family it was the main monarchs mm -hmm. prior to um, some shit hitting the fan um, they were known and basically said to be actual descendants of Aridin, um, to be have Emirian blood, which is this ancient civilization that Aridin comes from. And um, basically, there was a prophecy that basically didn't come true. And when it didn't, and Aridin was essentially not around anymore, there was essentially an uprising um, because people believed that the family had lied all these hundreds of years, and they were murdered basically in the streets. The general consensus academically from tracing back the lineage is that the family is actually originated from Carthar and has likely no relation to Aridin in any way. So it was like a fabrication from the very beginning. What? That's the general, that's, that's an academic, not a consensus, but this specific paper talks about and gives really good evidence of why like they can trace back these people all the way back to some of the um, the migrants that came over from the East. 
uh, here to Ardwindor. So it's um, it's not likely that they're uh, related. And they also mentioned that they were also not likely like fully human. Like they have like other blood in their bloodline, which wouldn't match with Aridin because he was a Emurian. He was human. So one little piece there. I remember Joe was like looking into their graves, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. that like down in the... Yeah, that was down in the catacombs mm-hmm. down there. Yep. Yeah, so there's another research paper, kind of like an essay, just written about the possible theories as to where the leader of the Rune Ward's power comes from, because he is a paladin of Aridin, supposedly. The main theory is that that's not true, that his powers just came from somewhere else, um, and that it's just basically used as like a... There's You can tell there's a little bit of a disdain for the Rune Wardens, actually, in this essay. Whoever's writing this doesn't really enjoy them very much. Um, it's pretty obvious. It's That's not. Um, we'll just say. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll just say that um, this this person who wrote this was not as good at making themselves seem like an academic, and you can really see their biases coming through in the way yeah. it's written. But the other theories put forth is that number one, that it's a deliberate deception, and that his powers come from somewhere else. Um, this was who again? Allerin. Allerin. Yeah, the leader of the Rune Wardens, because he was known as a paladin of Aridin, like hundreds of years after Aridin was gone. There is some scant, and this is a really small part of this essay, because um, you can tell this guy probably didn't give it any credence, that it's possible that this is probably the only piece of evidence that it's it's possible Aridin isn't dead. That Aridin is just gone. What? And they're 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 taught they, they basically say like, but like if this is the case, then the entirety of his worship in church, somebody else would have been able to like the argument is that it doesn't make any sense. But he's like, if there is any any information on this, if there is any evidence that Aaron isn't dead, this has to be it. But it's more likely it was used as a political, like um, a rallying call for people during the revolution. No one else has powers besides all. No, right? Ar- I mean, all the Aaron worshippers basically moved over to Iomade eventually. Right, right. So, and the main hypothesis with the most amount of evidence put forth, and it's like just the most well-researched one, is that it comes from somewhere else. Like he could be venerating another god, another and just, god, just, using it as a deception. Right. It keeps like they, there's ideas put forth, like not deliberately, probably because it would be pretty uncouth to just say this that it's like comes from like something darker, Ooh. that it's like a deception or something like that. There's definitely some bias here, but it's interesting. I don't know that third eye on the forehead. I don't know, dude. That's pretty. Funny. I don't know, dude. And the last bit you get is interesting. You actually find a, it almost looks like it's it's like one of those like little makeshift folders. You almost like turn a thing in. Like it was probably like something that was written maybe on like a scroll or whatever. And you find this like leather bound folder that was put here essentially as if this is information about surrounding Aridin. And you open it up and start to read it. And it's literally an entire research paper talking about the court of the Fisher King. <gasps> Are you serious? But talking about all the reasons why it's a farce. Oh. And why it's not real. Oh. What? Interesting. That's what somebody who works for the court would write. Well, it's funny uh. you might say that. It's literally written, and this name might ring a bell, by Eslin Eldegale. Oh. Former and deceased rune warden. <gasps> oh. Oh, And member of the court. She oh was evil. God. She you was know, sort of responsible for leading like an uprising from the inside. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. She was also one of the heroes along Alvarin's side that helped liberate the country. Yeah. Totally. Holy Alongside Dapkul, um, Percy's guy, and Salai's mom. Yeah. She was sort of padding the Rune Wardens with, like, people who were, like, true believers. Had open minds, oh. or they were easily suggestible. Oh, my God. So that mm-hmm. she could record, uh, um, recruit members for the court. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, she was recruiting members for the court? Yeah, she was hiring rune wardens. That's why all the rune wardens are dead. Yeah. Wait, for the court? I mean, th- we don't know all the details, but like she had convinced... We're assuming that, right? We didn't find that out? No, she told us. Oh, shit. We had this big altercation with her. Uh, like, I, remember, I remember the fight. Yeah. I just don't remember the part where she admitted that she was recruiting for the court. Yeah. I did not write that down in my notes. Holy shit. There was like Zone of Truth spells and stuff. I remember the Zone of Truth spells. I remember her lying and deceiving people, but I just, I didn't realize that it was. I thought that she was doing that to try and turn them against Alrin. Yeah, well, she's dead, so. She is dead. dead. It's good for me to know. Yeah, Yeah. but it's like an entire research paper written on why this idea, this conspiratorial idea is ridiculous and why it doesn't make any sense. Is there a date on that? Like when it was written? If you were to ask, you were to ask Grumpy Pants, she would know. She would say it was probably written a couple decades ago. What? She was an elf, right? The Grumpy Pants? Eldegale. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, she's How do you spell her name? Eslin Eldegale. E-S-L-I-N. E-S-L-I-N? Mm-hmm. E-L-D-A. E-L-D-A. Wow. Gale. Kept it simple there. G-A. G-A-L-E. That's exactly how I would think to spell it. That never happens with yeah, Josh. Yeah, not, not Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Bullpucky, guys. Most of my stuff is really sounded out. You have a couple things. No, it's... Patyros Patelemazar. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> dummy. Because, because everything in Carthar is about the stars and the sun, and Ptolemy was a uh, was an astronomer, and it's a constellation. All so right, Telemazar comes from that. Sorry, I didn't know that. I guess I am a dummy. Think about three <laughs> of the noble houses. You have Telemazar, Castoran, and Paluxy. Oh, I don't know. Ptolemy, Castor, and Pollux. Josh, no one knows that. I don't know what no those are. Mezier nice. Mezier? You're the only one. This is pretty funny. <laughs> no, I love, I love this yeah, that's no, I'm We're loving very this. dumb. That's not common knowledge. You got to understand that, right? We didn't research stars. Yeah. I've heard of some of those. Mm. That's all. Yeah, you have? From the podcast. I, I, if you had said the word like, like, you know, Pollux or whatever, I would have been like, I've heard of that word. And you'd be like, Stephanie, what does it mean? And I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, you're very cute, but nobody knows that but you. Yeah, you gotta write it and, and post it somewhere. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, it's good Fuck shit. Fuck all y'all. It's no. awesome shit. This no, is a compliment to it. you and also revealing of how dumb we are. Right. I still think you spell names unnecessarily dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out how many dumb names I can make up after the break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello there, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh, here. And thank you once again for tuning into this week's episode of the Pod Called Quest as we give the Thanes some much-needed downtime away from all the trials and tribulations of being heroes before I go ahead and toss them right back into the fire. So not a whole lot to talk about today, everybody. The one big thing is that our brand-new Loot the Bodies t-shirt is officially up on the store. So if you're interested in picking up a new shirt designed by our good buddy Peter Hardy, head over to podcalledquest.com slash store and look for it there. I am super stoked on how this came out and I would love to see all of you repping it on social media and everything. So get on over there and pick one up for yourself because I know I'll be wearing mine. Once again, that's over at podcalledquest.com slash store. So I would be remiss if I didn't address the little announcement we made at the start of this episode. It is a few weeks since we actually recorded that, but I should say something because Shane's departure from at least California, not from the show, from California, is coming up real quick. And so I just want to go ahead and make sure I 
lay any concerns to rest right now. So this has been a thing that's been in the works for a while. And of course, we wanted to make sure we didn't break up the band in any way. We wanted to keep doing this together. And of course, it's not ideal. As many of you will remember, we stopped doing PCQ Prime because we couldn't get everyone in the same room during the pandemic. And while I still feel that way, I think overall, that year of recording remote has prepared us to be able to do this with Shane. And because of all of our awesome patrons and all of your generosity, we're able to afford to have a completely remote setup in order to have Shane an entire state away, but basically right here at the table. So while it's going to be an adjustment and it's going to be a change for us, and while there might be some slight changes to the show as we're getting used to it, overall, nothing's going to change. Oren's not going anywhere. Skelly's definitely not going anywhere. And Shane isn't going anywhere. Well, I mean, he's literally going somewhere, but for for the show, for for as far as you guys know, he's just going to be right here. So don't worry. We got this handled. I mean, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him a whole lot. As always, a huge shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them as well as all the other composers whose music we use via Creative Commons at podcalledquest.com slash music and in each and every episode show notes. And of course, please go check out causecalledquest.com. You can check out a number of the causes that we support where you can find direct links to their website as well as ways to donate. All right, my quest friends, that's going to do it for me today. Let's get you all back to the episode. Thank you all once again for listening. And a huge, giant thank you to our patrons for donating. We will see you all next week, Friday the 5th, over on the Rusty Dragon feed for Rusty Dragon episode 22. And we will see you all right back here on Friday the 12th for PCQ Prime episode 54. Have a good weekend, folks. All right, guys, I don't have any names, but uh, I'm sure I'll come up with some. So anybody else want to do something? No. Okay. But I did learn something. Oh, what? What'd you learn? Using a metamagic rod is a full round action. What? What? Unless it's Uh, it's a quicken. Where? Under metamagic rods. Well, it's a part of a full round action to cast the spell as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You just, you're saying you can't move. That's what you're yeah. concerned about. Oh, that makes sense. Has the only exception, yeah, but we were like drawing the wand, stealing yeah. the wand as actions. But you don't have to do that. It's just a full round action. So like you can't move. You can cast a spell, but that's it. The only exception is the quicken metamagic rod, which is a swift action. That makes nice. Sense. That's the only exception. Which makes sense because you're casting two spells in a round. So they have to justify that. Mm, wild. Man, we need to buy a quickened. I, I lied. I actually do want to do something as well. Oh, jeez. But you don't get to okay. because of A's turn. We'll get, we'll get to you in a second. Fucking Christ, guys. What did I say? <laughs> he just spoke. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Shay. I was answering Basically. Chuck's Shut the question. Up, Shay. Shut the fuck up. Jesus. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> because of me. <laughs> We're trying to get all our mean out before We're you're a robot. Right now. We want to play this game. We're trying to sound my friends are so mean. <laughs> I can see Shade's lips from the side angle. And it's great. <laughs> Perfect little baby lips. I can playing all this clothes right This reminds oh, me of Skelly man. a few episodes ago. Nobody likes you. You're a horrible brother. <laughs> you tried to suicide the bad guy and it didn't even do anything. <laughs> uh, so great. Hey, you want to go? Yes. A, over the like, uh, the first couple days, she's acclimating, kind of taking over like house mom duties of like the, the domain, almost like cathartic cleaning and organizing the house. But after like, say, two to three days, 
she would like to head out to the market or a market to uh, get some seeds, like some plant, like flowers and certain botany sort of seeds. All right, you can buy some seeds. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So she buys... Like, what do you want? She's looking for uh, seeds that can exist in uh, Carthar. You're talking about your hometown, yeah, right? So home. you can send them yeah, over? Exactly. I will say, you guys, there is no garden attached to your guys' house. No. It's like a condo in the middle of the city. Not with that mm-hmm. attitude, there's not. You get some little windowsill boxes if you want to. Yes. You don't, you don't, you we have to save get the entire country and all we can afford is a condo. That's what it. I'm voting fuck? out. It's our first condo. <laughs> I'm voting okay. out. It's I our mean, starter fucking, home. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you talk to Orin, he'd be like, we should decommodify housing. <laughs> no one talked to Orin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can get some plants that you think might like you know that yeah, would do literally okay. just like, seeds to gestate. Um, and she wants with the uh, are you gonna mail them? She's gonna mail them back home. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. So the seeds yeah. themselves, I mean, how much are you looking to get? And like, let's say scale of one to ten, how like fancy of seeds do you want to get? She's going for a range that will just survive there and just like beautify. Like the area, okay, the answer help, that makes yeah. it hard, hardest for me to price. Okay, all like on the top uh, yeah. or in the, the bottom. Can of the I same get time? all? Yeah. <laughs> what about all? One of each. Oh, great, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, getting the seeds and the courier. Uh, here, another question: Do you want to send express? Absolutes. The guy's like, you want to get like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, right. he can send express though. We do it real fast. Over I'll air. be the one to do it. I'll run across the oh, seat. You want me to? Man, is this dude a goblin uh, too? I think no, it's it's just an accent that okay. people can have. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. He kind of looks like a goblin, but he's a human. Okay. Yeah. Um, My name's Tommy. T- hey, uh, he's played by Mark Wahlberg. God damn. <laughs> My name's Tommy. Yeah, I can send it for you. You want me to? Sure. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Leave immediately. <laughs> no, I mean, it'll Shoot cost you guy. for that. If you want to get it like there quickly, like it's like 10 gold. Yes, I feel like. Yes, as yeah. expeditious as possible. Okay, 40 Tommy. gold. The, yes, that's fine. 40 gold, get it there like quick. That's fine. Um, it's, it's either like airship or by boat. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Or if you want to find like a mage, they can like send it over there. Ooh. But that would cost you a couple hundred gold. Ooh, what no. if somebody just like it's used a port. portal to like, yeah. yeah, to get there? No, that's why. Like, yeah, like an airship, like a, for like a little, like a little box, like 40 gold. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I work uh, in logistics and this is shipping overnight air is wild. I mean, it's impossible expensive. for, it's impossible to be overnight, but it yeah. can get there in like a week and a half. But you know. In in the real world, it's wildly expensive. So yes, so she goes ahead and does that. All uh, right, yeah, go for it. She will write a little letter, and it'll be something. Who are you writing to? Tommy, I need my privacy. Thank you. And he's like, "All right, you're in the little like kiosk," and he just like goes over and sits over the like sits over on the side and like plops down, just is looking at you. Hey, let me know if you need anything. Hey, mm. just breathes in deep, and she starts writing, and it says, "To my kin flame, I hope things are going well." I miss you both. I hope these seeds only grow the city of our home with love, eh? You're not signing the Vendra? No. <laughs> nah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Curious. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting she, choice. She doesn't feel like that person. Like, she, she has the memory, but she doesn't feel like that person anymore. And she's so used to being called A. All right. Tommy comes over. He's like, oh, y'all done? Yeah. You want me to mail it up for you? Yes. Thank you. Great. Awesome. Uh, What are you doing tonight? Why are I know you... this nice place we can go to. Oh, no. You ever want to get some good food? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Abort. Abort. It can be nice. You seem like a nice person. I've never seen you around before. Well, I am uh, one of the Thanes. I don't know what that is. Sounds fancy, though. That'd be cool. I'd like to go hang out with a Thane. 
Is this guy Peter Parker? <laughs> no, he's like super peppy Mark yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> Explains a lot. He's giving me. How much shorter is he than me? How I mean, how he's tall is Mark Wahlberg? Five two. He's not five two. Check it. He's not the lowest. Five two. Wait. <laughs> he's five eight. He's five eight. That's really short. No, it's you, not. It's like a two and a half inches shorter than me. I just picture him really tall in movies. That's how they make him look. These things lie. I bet he's five two. Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. Mark Wahlberg is five two. No. <laughs> you heard it here first. Five two, three hundred and seventy-five pounds. No, I've I've seen him. I've Pure seen muscle. him in person before, guys. He's, he's like a human. A I mean, he's like a human meatball. All I'm, all I'm saying, and this is crazy to think about, Erica Badu is five feet tall. No way. What? No. She doesn't look that Eight? big on stage. She's smaller than Laura is. <laughs> what? Wait, she's tiny. I've seen her on stage. Wow. She doesn't I didn't look know that Erica, small. Erica Badu she's is that little. Tiny. She's little. She's a little lady. Oh, wow, um, she's smaller than me. I mean, you can say she's taller. It doesn't matter. She's a thousand feet tall on stage. Gonna, that woman is wild. No, serious. All I'm going to say is this this Tommy guy is like a, he's taller than A. Okay. Um, that was. It's you a know. nice place. You don't have to. I'm just, a, I'm not trying to be weird. Oh, how, how, they never are. How about this, Tommy? This won't be my first time here. So give me time to assess your, um, your request. And I'll. All uh, right. And I'll be back and maybe... Okay, yeah, that'd be great. I'm always here. All right, well, thank you. Yeah. So she leaves. What's your name? Oh, all right. She'll pop back in. It's A, it's on It's on the, the slip. Oh, I don't read. It's, you know, it feels weird. I felt better to ask than to, like, assume. Because then you come in later and then I, and then I like, say your name. And then you're like, Hi, I didn't tell you my name. And then I'm like, oh, I read it off the thing. And that's... How am I going to get a date? I mean, a hangout time with that? I, bye, bye, Tommy. Bye, Tommy. Bye. Bye. Fuck. <laughs> so she leaves and um, she decides to go to the name you have, of the- You have nine weeks and three mm-hmm. more days. What do you yeah. do, David? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Gosh damn it. She sleeps. For no- <laughs> and he goes into a <laughs> short coma. <laughs> It is January. A bed's down. Hey, no, you didn't store up enough fat. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna starve. Oh, no, this um, is crazy. I can't remember the name of the place that has all of the. Uh, isn't, uh, maybe this is Elder Scrolls, and I'm mixing them up. But um, is there not a temple that like honors all the religions in this town? Uh, no. There okay. is a district dedicated to all the different religions, That's, the Twelves. Okay, yes. But they're different. Yes. You ain't going to find like a temple with all of them in it. Okay, okay. The Twelves. That's where I mixed it up. Um, that is just east of where you guys live. You're like on the border, basically. Like you could hit a mm-hmm. temple with a stone if you tried hard enough from where you guys live. Okay, so she's going to go to the Twelves. And she is going to, for the first time in her life, going to see about what these deities are about. All right, pick one. All right. First, she's going to go to uh, Calistria. Oh, they're close. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a brat. Choose a different one. That was, no, that was no bad, way. Honestly, no way. that was a bad uh-uh. choice, man. Nuh-uh. She's going there first. Nah, they're close. Oh, my God. <laughs> she knocks on the door. You would pick Calistria first, you fucking perv. I mean, let's be honest. Calistria is like a god of the elves, so it, it, it makes sense. Nah, um, he's a perv. He's a yeah, you you walk up to this. You walk up to this big, grand building, and you can see there's this uh, large ornamental lantern hanging over the top of it, and it's this wasp 
surrounded like it almost looks like its wings are made of blades essentially and you go inside and is this uh this this beautiful temple of Callistra. What, what would you like to do she grabs a pamphlet so that they have pamphlets like any of the, the things out here you know uh, scientology sure sure pamphlet away now she'll enter the temple and you said it's like really elaborate like the i mean it's like a beautiful it's not overly <laughs> elaborate it's a it's a it's very elven architecture here. Oh, okay. You can see that many of the like the columns to hold things up are fashioned to look like trees. Um, there's plenty of greenery here, but um, all over the wall there is this like it looks like the architecture is mod- is is not not mottled modeled with a D modeled to look like um, a very hexagonal. And there's all of these weird depictions of what is like all this. There's all this wasp iconography. Oh, interesting. Wasps. Okay. So. It was like hexagons and honeycomb shapes built into things and oh. uh, and all that. So, how do the uh, is it evident who is like the clergy versus the people that are there just to honor their deity, or is there like a, like a difference just all around? You know? Yeah, I mean, you could see there are some people in here. You do notice there is a uh, an elven woman with this like tight black leather corset uh, on these long leather boots, like with a, a gown mm-hmm. around her. She is, um, we'll say there's a lot to behold about her. Love it. Ah, and, um, got it. And oh, yeah. she is... Good for her. Good for her. She is currently... I'd like to behold her if you know what she, I... <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Wow. Behold her? I don't even know her. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, currently... Uh, it looks like she's she's like moving some uh, books from one area of the temple to another. Okay. A will approach her. You can see as she turns towards you, she has a tattoo over her left eye of uh, three daggers, like in a Y shape. Oh, cool. Whoa. Pardon me, miss. She kind of turns towards you. Do you need something? Only answers to my curiosity about your, um, your deified lady. I've come to know her as the Unquenchable Fire. Mm. That's one of her names. The Savored Sting, the lady in the room. Does she... I don't know. I have so many questions. How I've Well, just start with one. I don't know what it's like to talk to the ether and ask for help. So this is new to me. She like sets the books down and she has like on like this like podium. Well, you can start by understanding that you're not talking to the ether. Gods are persons. They have desires and they love things and they hate things and they have wants and dislikes just like your friends do. I'm sure you have friends. Lovers, maybe? I am lucky to have friends and sometimes lovers, yes. Well, the gods are no different. They're just greater. More mysterious. And how does one behold Calistria? Well, <laughs> that takes a long time. They're not things you see. Gods are things that you feel. That is rather vague, I guess, or mysterious. If I were to go down the path of your... Um, your lady's call. Where might I start? What do you mean by go down the path? The way I see it. There's no checklist. Some some deities seem like they have checklists, as you no might matter say. Who, no matter how many people tell you that, that's not how it works. What do you want? You're standing in a temple dedicated to desire, lust, revenge. What do you want? Perhaps both of those. And she looks her in the eyes just to see how she's reading her. This is where it all starts, with the lady in the room. 
you find what you want, and you get it. Those sound like... This is your first lesson. Come back once you've acquired what you want. Take that pamphlet with you. It'll be useful. Find something you want and get it. Thank you. I I think I, I will. Yes. And A will look around this cathedral a little bit more. She kind of is like, you're welcome to hang about. I have things to tend to, so look forward to seeing you again. She picks up the books. Cool. So A will look around, kind of read any of the passages that might be written on things or... If there's like yeah, uh, everything's symbols. In, everything's written in Elvish, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you see, there's talks of the the whole like dogma. It, it's not just about vengeance. There is a like literal vindictive nature to it, where when you've been wronged or like disfavored, like the whole idea is that like enacting, like doing whatever you can to enact proper retribution to get yours is very much part of it, and happenstance like trysts and meeting of um people sexually is like looked at as like like holy moments in the world in the eyes of calistrian priests and priestesses so they're all about like pursuing personal freedom like seeking basically just being a hedonist essentially um and taking vengeance on those who have wronged you cool so yeah a will leave and kind of uh just go back home and do some light reading into this this deity she's heard about and uh and when she's not doing that she'll start uh she'll start working on some potions she hasn't done this in a while and she'll start brewing some things and i'll work out how much and whatnot and times and days and stuff like that okay cool and in the meantime you know every now and again uh i don't know where skelly is but like you know her and him, her, her and him will like interact at some point you know after she'll feel a connection after exploiting uh the homie and whatnot yeah, you see, um, you happen home one uh, afternoon. Everybody's out. Orin's not here, but you you come walking up the stairs and you catch Skelly looking like he's trying to break into Percy's room. <gasps> what the heck? He's like picking a lock and you come around the corner. And he's like, oh, oh no, nah, just check it. Oh, yeah, it, yep, still locked. Still good. He like puts his elbow against it. Good door, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's all good. Okay, but I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. Okay, see ya. And he goes like walk through your legs. Um... Good to see you, Skelly. Yeah, bye, okay, see you later. Hmm. Skelly is sketchy. I see how it is. She doesn't. You're not going to tell Percy. I mean, Percy's not home. I'm just kidding. Also, I'm curious about what he's trying to get into. I see whose side. You don't know. You don't know. All right, Shane, you said you want to do something, right? Right. Uh, I also would like to retrain a couple feet. Okay. Fine. Don't act so excited. What feats are they? Um, the first one I would like to retrain is uh, the feat known as Extra Arcane Pool. Gives me an extra two points in my pool. Okay. Interesting. And then the second one, um, I'm, prob- I'm going to have to do Iron Will. Some of the will saves are going to go down by two. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, what I want to get is Weapon Focus with the Greatsword. And furious focus, so that my first power attack each round doesn't take the initial penalty. Okay, you're swapping out iron will and extra arcane pool. Yeah, what what I'll say for you is, um, you have an opportunity to get this trained for free. Oh, it's just gonna take the same. It'll take time, but you can do this with Cormag. He can teach you these at the Citadel. At the Citadel, yes, they won't cost any money. Hell yeah! But you can do that with him. All so. right. 
Uh, in that case, I will wait till I get there. And um, I was hoping to buy something. All right, what you want to get, dude? Um, a little thing called a cracked pale green iron stone. Ooh. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. It's 4,000 gold, and it gives me a plus one competence bonus on attack rolls or saving throws. Gonna get the attack. Did we check it to make sure what's the what's the bonus for weapon focus? You should check that because if it's a competence bonus, then you sucks. I don't think it is, but you never know. Our beefy boy about to hit shit. Mm. Beefy boy. It's just untyped. It's just untyped. Okay, so you're gonna yeah. I mean it's yeah 4K unless you want to negotiate 4K and it's it's yeah. So it's attack rolls or saving throws. So Mm -hmm. you're just picking attack rolls, right? Yeah, uh, you're good to go. Sweet. Yeah, so I mean, how? let's see. So um, so far, Oren spends about th- three weeks doing what he was working on before uh, with getting the uh, you know, the uh, the new spells trained. At the end of that, I mean, do you want to let your your roommates and your friends know you're leaving? Yeah, um, he'll let you guys know that he's uh, taking Tyros to the Citadel and if you guys are going to say goodbye, say goodbye. It's going to be a while. What, Oren, look, I, I, I know this is like really left field. I've just been doing a lot of reading lately and Oleranus come up a lot. I grabbed these couple of books off of his bookshelf before we left, these books about Aridin, but I don't know, maybe there's more information. Do you have room maybe for another person to join? I don't think it could hurt. Okay, Salai's gonna go with Oren! Wow! Okay, it's a little troop. It's Salai, Oren, Skelly, and Tyros. No one's gonna fuck with us on the road. They're gonna leave us all alone yeah. here. Uh, there's a moment where Tyros goes up to Percy because I imagine Tyros would be fascinated, and maybe Percy and Tyros would talk because they're both like, they're both dorks and nerds and like techy weird stuff. Alchemist, and yeah. you do alchemist stuff too. You probably are like, how do you do this? And he's like, oh, okay. So it'd be. He's like, okay. We, I don't know if we'll be back, but like, just like don't don't like die with the thing you're doing. Okay. I, I mean, I hope not. I'm just saying, like, don't. Like, not when we're gone. I mean, I'll, don't die when we're here either. I'll try really hard. Just good luck. Not just good luck, okay? Thank you. You don't die either because there's still these books. No, I have them. He's like, oh, what books? These books? And he reaches into his bag of holding and he's like, yeah, this is mine now. And he pulls all the papers. He's like, I'll do the research. Don't worry. I just need a lab. There's a lab at the there's a lab at the Citadel, right? Probably not used for a while, but it's there. At least one lab, yes. Okay. Still don't die. You're coming back, right? Yeah, eventually. Don't well, worry, we will see him again. It depends on how nice it is. Is it nice? It's not great. It's not the best. Looks kind of Skelly, and Skelly's like, eh. Not compared to what you're used to. You mean living in an old house, scared to death in my bathrobe? Yeah, but like it was a nice house. It was a nice house. It's blowed up now. <laughs> right. What it lacks. It'll look more like that, so. What it lacks in curb appeal, it makes up for the square footage. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Laughing and coughing. Sorry. <laughs> Just don't be a stranger, okay? Oh no, no. I I think we're we're not staying like forever. Like we go back and forth, right? Of course. Whatever we need. We're Good. free men. We do whatever we want. I'll I'll send messages to you guys. Yeah. Don't worry. We all will. Just be safe, okay? Yeah, and come visit or something. And good luck with your arm, Percy. I hope it doesn't um you know get infected. I won't be here to revive you, so... No, it's all right. I'm here. And he takes out this little vial and he goes, this this is a pretty good antiseptic, so this can help. Oh, nice. Hello. Yeah, it'll give you a plus two bonus on the uh, fortitude save you need. I'll just pour it inside the wound, right? No, 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 Apply it to the device, but make sure it dries completely, and then you can make the incision. Okay. All right. 
Thank you. And make sure, I mean, honestly, like, just wash your hands. Why? Uh, oh, no. is just like... <sighs> okay, let's leave. So you guys head off. Takes a couple days to get up there. Uh, but eventually you guys come to the big bridge that goes across this canyon. Uh, it leads to the citadel. And uh, you, like, shout up. And you hear, like... And the door slowly opens back up. And you see standing there this grizzled, like, bearded half-orc. The scar running across his eye. Like, chipped tooth and everything. And Tusk just like... You finally got your wish. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> you made it home, you big, tall idiot. And he comes over and he's like, ah. Hey, you brought, you brought friends. I did. Everyone, this is um, Cormac, one of our finest trainers. Yeah, and then I remember you, Darren. Hi, Cormac. Uh, hi, hello. Good to doing? see you again. Uh, little one. Yeah, tough guy. Um, who's this? Uh, this is our dear friend and... Um, and ally, his name is Tyros. I pledge myself to the rule, to the pla- uh, You don't, you don't have to do, you don't have to do that. Lower your voice, Tyros. Do I, do I bow? You don't have to yell. Do I? Is he, do I bow? Is he the leader? Do I? He looks like the eldest. Well, that's not nice. Uh, he was hoping to uh, use the alchemy space for a uh, time and possibly join the ranks. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, no one's been in that wing of the castle for a long time, but. If you vet for him, if, I mean, if you vouch for him, I mean, go right ahead, bud. If you need anything, let me know. Come on in. What are we doing? We're standing on the front step like this. Come on. And you come in, you see the the large open air, like, training yard with the dummies on one side. And you see the stables on the other. Uh, you can see even inside these walls, which are very large, it's like small little bits of farmland and stuff like that. Um, and you can see there's still little bits of livestock and everything that's being taken care of. You can see the resident cleric of the Rune Warden, Clarissant Quigley, over there, like, tending to some chickens as she waves. She's looking a lot um, cheerier than the last time you saw her. But you continue inside and you guys get into the you would say you go into the main hall and kind of plop down and just like talk you know what i mean tyrus is immediately like um where is the alchemy and he's like oh, just follow okay go down take a right two flights up and then it's a left you can't miss it he sits down and he's just like it's good to see one you're back yes it took longer than expected but um we have a lot to catch up on yeah i would imagine so you sent two people here we don't know they're still here oh yeah they're out uh i <laughs> I sent him out on a run. <laughs> Shane's been uh, helping Bragas. He's like, shed a few pounds. That's good. Yeah, they're running the canyon out the back. <sighs> I wasn't sure if they would actually make it all the way here. No, they both seem in for it. Different reasons, but... I left them with a large sum of gold. They could have just run off with it. Yeah, you're a pretty good judge of character. You always have been. I might owe one an apology. <laughs> yeah, well. And uh, anyone else has training been? Recruiting anything? Uh he kind of like scratches his beard and he's just we haven't really had much luck with that so we had a few few folks return but only about four it's Ariel and Swinton of course Osland and Vesh as well but uh yeah after they found out what happened Osland and Vesh aren't gonna stick around anymore they're already gone he looks over and he goes yeah I don't think they're coming back and he motions over and you can see sitting on a table are two flat stones that are just sitting on a table over to the side of you guys. Yeah, I don't think they're coming back. It is unfortunate to hear. Yeah, they're pretty mad. What do you think we should do? These new ones, they seem to have some sort of character. A desire to be part of something bigger. Yeah, I think I think Chanella for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Bragas seems a little bored. Um, 
But uh, I think well, we can make a good we can make a good warden out of him. I mean, hell, the the kid can cook. That's honestly just never send him out on duty and just have him cook. He's a good cook. I mean, we need that. Yeah, absolutely. Tyros, the uh, the alchemist, he is quite gifted. I think he could be a valuable asset. Yeah, to us and even maybe train people down the way. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, we don't have an arcanist anymore. I told him we would put him up and supply him with whatever resources we could afford. Oh yeah, we got plenty of room. So yeah, why don't we just? Uh, I mean, he can take the he, he can take the room next to where the alchemy lab is. I don't want to give this up just yet. Give what up? Who's talking about giving up? The idea, the mission. Whoever said that was an option. What the fuck's an old orc like me gonna do? My knee's been acting up again. I had to move my room to the first floor. I can't really get up too many stairs nowadays, so the training's gonna be harder. You sound old. I am old, you little shit. I'm an orc. We don't age till later, and when we do, we age hard. Well, it's good to see you. Yeah, you as well. Even you, little guy. Skelly's like, eh. We've been doing some research on our trip, I guess you could say. This one, he gestures to Salai, um, has learned an awful lot about the court. Mm. If that is okay with you, could we have access to Aldrin's chambers? Yeah, of course. But well, we haven't, haven't been in, no one's even been in the area for months. It's all yours. Thanks. I, the last time we were here, I just found some interesting texts in there and I just want to see if he has any other resources that I can use. Whatever's there, you can have. Thank you. Um, I would like to have some private training with you at one point. Sure, buddy. Uh, you still need some advice from the old man? I've forgotten more than I can remember. Yeah, well, I'd still put you on your ass if I had, didn't have a bum knee. All right, get up. It's the knee, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not now. No, I, I need to. Oh, no, we're starting now. Get up. Okay, Salai, so I'll, I'll be back. Skelly, stay up. Quigley will push you up somewhere. I'll let her know. Stay out of trouble, I guess. Skelly's already gone. Literally, you looked around, you're like, and he's like, oh, well. All right, we do it. Do the damn thing. All right, you start, I would say you start the training that the day he's all about, like, you just, no, we're doing it training now. Training montage. You don't, you don't get to choose. You do it when your fucking trainer says so, like, he's getting into it. But, yeah, a whole awesome montage set to, I mean, pick a song, Shane. You get to pick any song you want to this montage to be to. Ooh. I can't put it in the episode because of copyright, but we'll hear it. We'll hear it, though. Or, like, hum it. All right, the song is Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. I don't know how that goes, but, okay, great. That's the song. Look it up, listeners. Rusted Root, send me on my way. That's 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 the montage song. It's the ultimate training montage song. Look it up later. But you go ahead and we'll say over the next, like, you know, 10 days, because it takes five days per feat, you can retrain those two feats to get weapon focus and furious focus. Fuck yeah. Um, as you're hanging out, um, you have some interactions. So there, like he said, just so I'm, I'm clear since it was in roleplay, there are four rune wardens that returned since uh, you, you had left. Ariel and Swinton, who are, who are married. Osland and Vesh are just two others that basically denounced their involvement, essentially. They left their stones, which... Is an important. We'll say it's an important thing. It's an important thing. The rune wardens. We don't need to go into the whole detail of it. If it ever comes up, it's an important thing. But they left it there, so they're done. But Ariel and Swinton are folks that you you know pretty well. Um, they're an odd couple. Um, Ariel is a tall elven woman, wields a bow, and Swinton is a dwarvish bard. 
and they're um what a match they're they're married yeah i think <laughs> i don't know why this came to mind i was like oh he's a bard he's like he should be stupidly handsome to get this tall beautiful elf and i'm like oh it's hugh jackman as a bard so i was like nice. that's it's, it's hugh jackman but but short wonderful so, voice you're actually kind of happy that they're back around because they oftentimes fill the place a little more joy. They're, they're a couple that brings a lot of happiness to the place and he like never stops singing, which probably in the past was annoying to Oren, but is actually a welcome thing. Um, he's always around singing something or playing an instrument. And um, um, yeah, during his time here, he just wants to um, spend some time with them. I think he wants to hold like a moot at some point with like who out all six of them or seven, whoever's here, everybody. But yeah, you eventually, I mean, you run into them. As, so it's, I mean, it's those two. It's uh, uh, Chanella, Rockus, Ariel, Swinton, Quigley, and Cormac. There's also Skelly and Tyros, but I don't know if you'd include them in that. It's up to you. So there's six wardens. There's six wardens. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, at dinner one time, he wants everybody to sit down, including Brockus, who probably made the dinner. And then he wants to like talk to everybody about like, like organizing the future of the rude wardens, like talking about everything from rank to um, recruitment to like, he wants to talk about like recruiting strategies. He wants to get everybody's input, like if they even think they should actively recruit or not, and just kind of like rebuild the whole thing from the bottom up. Yeah, you probably. Um, I think the consensus is like people are mostly on board with what you're talking about. I think there's a handful of folks who they feel like re- like recruiting. It's a, they feel like it's a weird time in the country right now. A couple of people raise the idea that like because Ariel and Swinton are kind of on the same page. They've been out recently in the country and. Honestly, right now there's not there's not a great opinion of you guys, and so they're a little skeptical about doing that if it's going to help. Like they think maybe there should be some outreach that should be done prior, but they're not like we can't. They're not like adamantly against it. They're like let's just like this is what we're kind of thinking. But I think people are on board. People are here for a reason. They don't have to be, you know. So I think one of the big things he wants to emphasize is like moving forward. He doesn't want there to be any sort of hierarchy or rank where one person oversees everything like from recruitment to um, discipline to training and stuff. I think his suggestion would be like, it should all be seniority based. So trainers for whether it's alchemy or like just martial arts, um, they're probably rotating all the time, but it's typically like whoever's around. That's the most experienced that takes turns teaching Mm -hmm. and everybody takes turns like working. And I think this way, the the goal is to like, I think his philosophy is like, you could still learn stuff from people who haven't been here as long as you. So rank shouldn't matter. Yeah. Swinton speaks up. He's like, so we're doing like the whole uh, communist thing now, huh? The whole thing. I thought that was clear from the start. I mean, we've always been, always been like a little communal. Now I'm down for it. As long as I get to keep singing my songs. About that, there will be no singing. All right, I'm out. <laughs> No, of course it's. <laughs> we are going to make this as democratic as possible. That's it. Um, I'm all, I'm I'm down for, I'm down for all of it. But um, which I have decided, Brock is, is cast as Patrick Warburton. Um, <laughs> I just have to, I just have a question. Can I can I ask a question? Of course. Yeah. Um. Uh, how is the? Is the, did you like the food? It was better than I expected. Oh, good. Wait, you expected bad? No. Oh, all right. Cool. Good. Feels nice. So yeah, that's it. He just wants to like train, like maybe bolster the presence of like people that are here, like the few of them that there are, um, okay. and just kind of like get some stuff down, like not in writing, but like verbal, like communication and talking about like, you want to touch base with everybody. These are some goals we have. 
this is how we're going to achieve those goals. And take some suggestions. Yeah. Hash it out. Stuff. Okay. How long do you want to stay? How long does it take to train those, those feats? Uh, 10 days. 10 days. How long have I, how long have I got left? Uh, after that, we'll say it's a, we'll, you know, I'm going to, we'll say you can't train literally, because you literally can't train every day. You have to take breaks. You have to take days off. So we'll round up to 14, just two weeks. Makes it easier. Um, you would have a remaining five weeks until you guys have to be back. I don't know what you guys plan to do for um, Eisel's, the anniversary of his death, but you can figure that out. Uh, I'll say three weeks. So you're going to spend three additional weeks after, or just or just like after, you did two weeks and then one more week. Two no. weeks for training, one more week. I mean, if it's cool with Salai, he'll stay three more weeks. Yeah, Salai's fine with So a, mo- a month a month and a bit? She's okay. just being a little bookworm. She can do that anywhere. Okay, you've got, I mean, you've got five weeks to research inside. Jesus, that's a lot of rules. <laughs> that is a lot of rules. But before we do that, let's bounce on over. Percy. Yes. So you're researching over at Zillions. You're still reading this book. It's dense and it's old dwarvish. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. You get to, like you have to constantly ask what certain like runes mean, and like you're you're having to get help. Like every page has something. You're like, fuck, I have to ask him again. <laughs> and he's a little, you know, he gets less honestly, he gets less grumpy about it over time because he can see you're really trying. But he, of course, is a little grumpy about it. Eventually, there's a point where um, Zillion's like, hey, you've been reading that book all day. Take this. And he gives you just, like a sack of coins. Go get us some food. Bring it back. Meat. Lots of meat. Okay. That sounds good. I'll, I'll be back. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So you go out. Um, what kind of what, what kind of food do you think to go pick up? Uh, I heard that new kebab spot is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> new shawarma spot. I think he goes... I don't know. Shwalemazar. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I knew it was there. I had to find some wacky name. <laughs> Oof. He probably goes and gets like steaks or something like that, you know, that just like cooked flank steaks. Nice. Ready to go with some, some breads and stuff like that to go with it. They ask you if you want a side salad. No. <laughs> so they, they get you some of that and um, they come out and they wrap it all up for you, you, get it all prepared and they set it down and the guy's like, you're good. What? Really? So this guy leans, for- leans forward and goes, it's on the house. He like leans like weirdly close and he's like, where there's one, there's all. And he leans back and he goes and just walks back into the kitchen. Food's just sitting there. What the hell? Dude. Wait, what What does does that mean? mean? When did you join the fucking cult? Did you ever join the cult? No. Oh my God. Wait. Oh my God. Yes. Wait, wait. (laughs) The guy that looked like me? Yes. That's like some QAnon shit, dude. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Back it up. Rewind. Back it so up. Wait, there was that guy oh. that looked like him. Yes, the oh guy that we killed God. in Quest Side Story. Yes. Our characters killed him no, and he had Percy's no. face. But he was part of the court? He just well, bored himself more. Like, uh, like, I don't know, but something. There was something Wait, up with is him. Is that why people are like treating him all weird? Yes. And not us. Yeah. That's are you fucking, fucking brilliant? Josh's yes, fucking brilliant. poker face is pissing me so off. Good. It's a happy Josh poker face. Is too. So good. It was so good. I'm glad one of you picked up on that. I was like, when did this happen? At first, oh I thought God. they were just playing him drinks because he was like a thing. Now I'm like, That's what oh I thought shit. Too. Yeah, I thought it was because yeah. like you were thanes or whatever. No, no one cares about the thanes. God damn it. So Percy looks like quizzically back towards the person and you can kind of see him back in the kitchen. And he's like, do it, clean something. And he like catches your eye line. And he just winks at you. Uh, 
He like slowly winks back. Where are you right now? <laughs> Just get How do some... you slowly uh, wink? He's probably found, he, he found like a nice like uh, <laughs> he found like a nice little hole in the wall place in Guildside. It's like probably nice, literally dude. four blocks from Zillion's house. You, you, gotta, you gotta remember this place. dude. Like and this place and the oh. people who tipped you like and where that was. No, like, dude. Percy has no fucking idea what the fuck he's <laughs> talking about. He just okay. thinks he's famous. Percy's an idiot. All right. What are you well, talking about? I thought he was know. the smartest person in the party. Percy wouldn't know. Which Percy one is it? Know. Would he have any idea what the I'm fuck totally he's talking joking. about? I'm totally joking. Percy would not know. I'm just kidding. No, Percy 100%. Like, that's the thing. Is like, Yeah, I was, I was metagaming. Yeah, there's oh. no reason for God yeah, to not know. Percy was It was our quest side story character. It's not Percy. Uh, Percy will like take a handful of coins out of the little bag that uh, Zillian gave him and like leave them on the table and take the bag and and go. Okay. Oh man. You bring it back. Zillian is actually like you don't see this very often. This dude's like kind of giddy with the food. Oh shit. He fucking like you. He was he was like oh this is my favorite place. Okay. So like you see him, he gets a little giddy and then like everything kind of like after they eat and everything he like takes a little sabbatical he sleeps like in his chair just like right where he's at doesn't move at all and then like wakes up like clockwork like exactly 20 minutes later and it's like rape ready to go <laughs> but this goes on for a while and eventually a few weeks later everything arrives all the the components and stuff i need you to make a knowledge engineering role you are going to be aided but his aid's going to give you a plus five wow so okay I'm, this is building it i'm scared you gotta, you gotta hear a dice, buddy. You wanna I should be scared. You want to hear a dice on that? Oh, it's too late now. Okay. I thought you were rolling to chop his arm off. Thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah, you guys put this together so easily. There's a couple times where like Zillion goes to help you, and you already did the thing. He's like, "Oh, I've been practicing, boss." Okay. Um. Good job. All right. Well. Um. Well, we're gonna cut your arm off tomorrow. Okay. You ready? <sighs> um. Yes. I am. All right. Can we get that uh, that good steak place again before? Yeah, I'll pick it up before you come by. That's great. They make they, oh they make they make like a morning breakfast burrito. Oh fuck! Or they they poach the eggs in. Oh, it's it's so good. Stop right now. It's so good. If you weren't here, I would cry. I'd be doing something, but. It wouldn't be crying. Okay, this you know is not. What I mean, <laughs> no one knows. No one. Knows. No one knows what you mean. No, no one knows what you mean. I'm glad. <laughs> well, just see you tomorrow. Is that what you call it? The breakfast burrito. I'll just see you in the morning, Percival. <laughs> Sounds good. So you come by in the morning, and he got these these delicious ass breakfast burritos. He makes you wash your hands afterwards. Smart. And just like he had to do with part of your arm before, because you had like the, the way it was sealed shut, he had like cut it open and everything. He has this like clockwork saw. They strap you, he straps you down, gets you a little, you get like a little bit, he gives you like some stuff to kind of drug you up a little bit and you use the antiseptic and everything. And I need you to please roll a fortitude save. And you do get a plus two bonus from the antiseptic. Cool. So. Um, I want to make this a plus one weapon too, so we can add a two, an extra two thousand gold to it. Okay, yeah. So four thousand for the cost, and you, then he can help you uh, enchant it as well. Fortitude save. Don't fuck it up. Plus two. Actually, I'm sorry, not the plus two. That's for this is for cutting the arm off. Okay, that'll be so for attaching it. Afterwards. For attaching it yeah. afterwards, it doesn't get affected. And all that stuff is what that's for. So this is for whether you can do this safely. <sighs> all right, you got this, buddy. Here we go. 19. 
DC 18. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Thank God. So oh, you're a little scary. loopy, but you can still kind of feel it. And uh, it's not great. Yeah. Um, this is actually a clockwork attachment that attaches to his arm. He like un- he like pulls <laughs> pulls the hand off and attaches this saw to it. It looks fucking. It's horrible. It's like you immediately have a flashback to the visions of that hag cutting into you, and you're oh like, you probably God. have a moment of like, fuck. And he's like, look, if we're gonna do this, you're gonna be a man about it. You're right. Um, you got a wooden spoon or something? I can. Okay. He gives like a, a like a bit of leather uh, to bite into. He tourniquets down your your arm up under the sh- uh, by the shoulder. He fucking cuts your arm off, dude. He fucking oh, cuts your arm dude, off, dude. It's so metal. Yeah, this and it like sucks. falls into a tray. It like flunk. That's so awesome. And it's like tied off and it's still bleeding and everything. Oh, and nice. So how much of Percy's arm before was was removed? It was just, it was wrist. cut off at the wrist. It was Jamie Lannister style. Okay. Now he's just removed his whole right forearm. Like is below the elbow? Before, below the elbow. yeah. It was below the elbow, yeah. You okay, know so he can still move. With his actual elbow, this thing is in it. It's a it's a clockwork attachment. Yes. Oh my god. Vasilian's like, okay, we got to move quickly, and he goes over, and you're just like sitting there, just like ah. he's able to grab the arm that you guys have built this fucking stupid thing into. Just it's, a it. it's a cannon. It's a cannon. It's a fucking cannon. But it is kind of. It's not just a cannon. Like it's sort of disguised in like this clockwork thing. So it looks kind of like an arm. You know what I mean? But and he right now he just has just the actual forearm like the hand isn't attached to it and so he's gonna attempt to um go ahead and attach this for you no problem it's a, it's a natural 18 um You're so he's able now. to po- he's able to properly do it um but i need you this time this is how it's gonna take to your body because this part of the arm as he works on it is attached like partially magically partially mechanically to your actual physical structure. Right. So I need you to roll another fortitude save. This is where the plus two comes from, <sighs> um, from the antiseptic, um, to make sure this takes, or else you guys are going to have to try to do this again. Okay. Here we go. Do you need a hero dice? <laughs> I have one. That would help you. For fort? I wouldn't reject it. No, don't do it. Oh, that was so you don't nice. have to do it. It's for RP. I want to. I, I don't have to do anything. I mean, if he rolls a natural one, the hero dice isn't going to matter. It's on But if he fail. rolls like a three or something. But there's yeah, if he rolls a, a three, it might come in handy. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking like natural ones automatic fail. It's not okay. Well, you give me anxiety, so I'm just going to roll. Here we go. 35? Oh my God. <laughs> Is it real life? Natural 19. <laughs> oh my I God. I do the math four <laughs> times to make sure it wasn't going to be crazy. Yeah, it takes no problem. Normally, this was going to be like a week or two of recovery. You start to get like some feeling and movement back in it within like three days. We took to it a lot better this time. Uh, the last time it was hard yeah. to do this, but eventually, yeah, you're able to. You go through a little bit of like physical therapy. Zillion's good, knows how to do this because he's had injuries like this before. And you know, eventually, um, by the time you recovered, Zillion's like been working on your hand, the mechanical hand. You haven't had it the whole time, and he's finally got it to properly work with the attachment. And he comes in over. He's like, all right. Kid, it's ready to go. Should I like, should I load it first and then put the hand on? Right. I that's, mean, that's up to you. I mean, that's the point, right? I mean, there's two sides of this coin. You could walk around with a loaded cannon on your arm all the time, which is dangerous. Well, fine. Walk around with a loaded cannon on my arm. That's that's the upside, right? I mean, it, uh, exposing it to flame wouldn't make it immediately ignite, but if it was powerful enough, it's possible. Did you guys uh, put a safety on this one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yep. load it. Yeah, I imagine when he fires it, there's like a thing on it that he has to like turn. Like it, it's not just going to go off. Mm. 
So he first gun with the safety. <laughs> but Zillion walks forward and uh, you just like stick your arm out and he like attaches you like you watch it like snap into place and like the hand I imagine it like just for flavor like it rotates around one time to like screw in and then you like and all the fingers work again and you have your full arm back. Yeah, this is fucking wild. I can't believe this actually happened. Josh, Josh, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine it being a little bit bigger than my other arm. I can't like, like I I will fall prone if I shoot it without bracing it against something. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I mean, we'll have to decide on the exact mechanics. It's literally like, well, I'm going to put grape shot into it. So okay. it's a 30 foot cone that I roll an attack against each person. Jesus. Okay, we'll deal. Nice. We'll talk about this off the air. This is, awesome. we'll, when we figure it out, we'll tell everyone exactly what the stats are. I'll I'll make like a stat block for it. Holy stuff. shit. But yes, did you pay your what is 6000 gold? Uh 4000 for the parts 4000 for the plus one. Okay. Awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. He's just like, "You look good, kid." Thanks. And Percy's like rotating the wrist and kind of like moving. Yeah, take take it easy. It's it's still going to take time. A few more weeks before you're going to be fully ready to go, but... It's heavy. Yeah. Boss, thank you so much. He, like, puts his metal arm up to give a high five. And Zillion, like, puts his arm up, gives you a high five, and he just goes... Gives you kind of like a smirk, and he's... You're welcome. Well? Let's get some more steak, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, Salai, you want to do a little bit of research? I would love to do a little bit of research. Okay, go ahead... Let me bring up my my stuff here because I do have Oleron's library as one of the options. But uh, listeners, we'll be right back as we uh, roll a bunch of d20s. So many d20s. So many d20s. All right, listeners, we're back. So you spend uh, your first week in here. Oren's been training and stuff like that. You're kind of hanging out with everybody. Um, you get to know some folks. You know, the, the wardens, now there's all this shit going on. It's kind of nice here. Everybody really does feel like a family, and it's really weird. Oren doesn't seem completely different, but the dude carries himself differently here. Like, Oren doesn't always keep... He doesn't walk around in his armor here. Oh, that's kind of weird. Sly's like very... It's like hard to get used to. Yeah, it's weird. But you are combing through the library, and a lot of the stuff here, like... A handful of the holy texts are some similar things you've seen before. There's, like, random stuff. It looks like Oren was a... He's weirdly big, in, big into bird watching. Taking a bird he one. loved he loved birds, plenty of wildlife he read about and everything here. There's actually a lot about a lot of books on economics. There's a lot of books on um, like the the martial arts and everything. And at the end of the last week, you're just kind of sitting there, just like, how have I not found anything that's any more useful? And you go and you just like plop down in the chair at his desk, and you're just like sitting around and you like open a drawer and there's like some random there's like dust and like some random odds and ends in there. You just kind of sift through it. And you're just like, oh, close the drawer. As you go to, like, maybe open the middle drawer in the desk, like, just below where the center is, you feel a piece of paper underneath this drawer. And you're like, the fuck? So you, like, look underneath, and it's an envelope. And it looks, like, not entirely old, but you grab it, you pull it out. It's kind of wedged under here, like, in, like, part of where how the drawer goes together. And you pull it out, and you look, and it's wax-sealed. It has the seal of the first bastion on it. It's uh, this, like, crimson wax. And you flip it over, and you're, like, taking it back for a second. It's... Delivery address is for Eisel Heilig. Oh. What? We'll see you guys in episode oh! 54. Oh. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> Yay.